Welcome back to Ready, Set, Review, your favorite podcast for movies, comics, and culture, as I'm doing my best Anthony Marino impression. <laughs> I am your host, Matt. And I'm Anthony. And with us today are two special guests. The first one, the important one, sorry, Ed, is... Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is, uh, Mr. Commissioner, Commissioner Parker Smith of the Rotten Tomatoes Fantasy League. Welcome, Parker. Thank you so much for having me back. And uh, also, I guess, Ed from Cannon Fodder and Sometimes Talking Tacos. Thanks. I do not feel honored to be here. <laughs> you, know, we, you know what? That feeling is mutual. We do not feel honored for you to be here either. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on drinking some tequila. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, tequila from the leftover. So um, we're here today to do our actual, what we wanted to do last year, but obviously 2020 lulls. Um, we actually are doing our mid-year Rotten Tomatoes fantasy draft update. Slightly past mid-year, but like, you know, whatever. Good enough um, to get you through and talk about where we are <laughs> with our mid-year standings and well let's just say this certain things not a surprise certain things big surprises it's going to be fun to talk through all the rounds and where people are standing absolutely and uh what i've done here is uh actually if we go to the second tab at the bottom of this spreadsheet here um what we've got is a list of the draft picks in the order that they were drafted and then their score oh excuse me go to the release schedule one that's the third one I can't count. <laughs> All right, there we go. So you can see, like, in the order that they're drafted, and then in the right-hand side is anything that's already been scored is calculated oh, there. <laughs> so what we want to do is, I think it was, <laughs> I think it's we go I like through. rank, rank 1,000. It's just so good. The first pick, I can't. Why? I, why don't we go through and we'll do the draft. Why? We'll recap what the, the movie's yeah. picked, and then we will, we'll talk about what the scores are. Yeah. So Okay. All right, so first round was Minions Rise of Gru was first overall, then yep. In the Heights, Candyman. Of the century. Yep, Candyman, Spider Man, No Way Home, Respect, yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon, The French Dispatch, Eternals, Top Gun Maverick, Last Night in Soho, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Dune, the and then uh was that second round? Yeah, so Dune yep. was the final pick in the first round. Yep. Yep. All right, so the three movies that have come out so far, or that have scores, yes, not have right. come out, right? Yeah. The three movies that <laughs> have scores, only three in the first round picks. There's only three that actually have scores halfway through the year. Yes, and they are Raya and the Last Dragon, which was Magnifico's pick. Yep. Then in the pick. Heights, in the Heights, which was my pick. Yep. Oof. And Minions: Rise of Gru, which was <laughs> Anthony's pick. So let's talk this about is perfect. Let's talk about the obvious here because that Parker, was your was that. First over, first, first, first overall, overall, first overall, first wait, wait, wait. round. Before we Minions, go, rise let's rise. just let Anthony real quick. Anthony, if you could please recap your performance thus far with Minions: Rise of Gru. If you could just let us know how you're feeling about that pick. Um, so you know, I was once I I actually made the pick. I was actually quite satisfied both with uh, my my overall insight into the movie industry. My general knowledge of the way that critics uh, will usually criticize movies um, and just what kind of movies usually do well. I was really feeling very, very confident. Um, that confidence quickly faded, probably minutes later, when I realized how stupid I was being <laughs> by picking Minions Rise of Group. And this that like, it wasn't going to come out this year. This, is, I, like, this is like watching... Oh, wait, hold on. Clarify, clarify. Oh. Are you only upset because it's not coming out this year, or are you upset because the movie was a terrible pick overall? Uh, no, I'm only upset because it's not coming out this I'm year. I'm so happy he just <laughs> said that. I'm so happy. You want to know my, why? This is my favorite part. Anthony, no matter how wrong he is, Anthony's like, nope. But here's, here's my right. favorite no, part I'm about not, this. I'm not right. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm right. 
but I stand behind my decision. Can okay. I interject with a question? As yes, a novice please. who's not part of this league, do you score like golf? Is he going for the low score? <laughs> is, is that why he Correct. went Oh, that's why games? Anthony was confused. Is that not what we're doing here? Are you picking As, the worst oh, movies? Is this like the Razzies? Yes, that's, that's what I so, thought. Is that not what right. we're doing? <laughs> he well, just destroyed yeah, it. You guys, I mean, <laughs> in the heights. Why would you pick that movie? Yeah. You're doing so, really bad. Wait, you're, you're so the the goal of this is to pick... No, like, no he's being no, sarcastic. No, no, no. No, I know that no. part. I'm just trying to understand the whole overview. Yeah. So, so, so the goal of the league is uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so it's based ent- entirely on critics' scores from Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. It has nothing to do with how many dollars it makes at the box office. But literally just mer- critic scores. Just yes. critic scores. So but we, as the people drafting these movies, we have to anticipate what critics are going to think. And that's half the fun because, you know, yeah. sometimes you think, you know, like Pixar, for example, that's like a shoe-in most of the time, right? And then... Minions <laughs> is not by Pixar. Well, it, in yeah. case there's some confusion. Tell Anthony that. Dreamworks. <laughs> but here's Dreamworks. the thing, though, boss. That It's not a bad pick. Thank you. Because, Thank you. See that? Christian here's why, it's, and here's why it's not a bad pick. It has a zero. No, well, here, because it's not coming out be, this year. Because it's not coming out this year. That's but not fair. Before, That's but totally pre-pandemic. It's not fair. Here's, here's, the, here's the reason why. Illumination movies have never really scored under Rotten. They've oh. all been... Oh, Christian, please do me a favor. Please pull up RottenTomatoes.com and pull up the score for the last Minions movie. And the one before that. And the one, and before, the one before that. Before oh, that. did you know that this is the fourth one? You probably didn't There's, because... Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. The Minions franchise is the fourth four movies of the deep? Despicable Me franchise. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. what? Despicable One, two, three... Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. There's been... This is not the first solo Minions movie. Yep. That's now, if, right. Now, there was the one in the '60s. This now, is if a this, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Fuck. We've got that's a legit right. Minions fan in the it. house. I, I am it. not right. a fan. Number one <laughs> no. overall. He's going through his Blu-ray collection of all the Minions <laughs> movies. You know, and I still, um, you know, I still think it has the potential to be a contender. All right. right. This is what I'm happy about, though. Ready? Because here's the thing: without you even knowing it, Anthony, you just pigeonholed yourself for next year. Because we gave you an opportunity to come on here and say oh, that was I don't a dumb have pick. To choose it again. It was the first overall <laughs> pick this year. You said it was better than In the Heights, Candyman, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Respect, Whoa, Raya and the Last Dragon, The French Dispatch. You said it was better than all of those movies. So unless you think it's guaranteed a, a top two pick for Anthony it's next year, it has to I mean, be. It's it has be. to be. So now it's if you be. don't pick it, He's then when we come on it. this podcast again, you're going to have to eat crow <laughs> so hard. So what I'm going to ask Wouldn't you right be now, the first time. knowing this, knowing this now, that you are signing yourself up, that minimum first two rounds you have to draft Minions Rise of Oh, Gru I don't again. have to do anything. No, no, that's not. That's not a real thing. That's not a real thing. I want somebody else to pick it and win big with it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, no, it's but not like, possible. Pick it, but pick it in like the last round. That's also, right. do you get a compensation pick now that I know this, this is a new world because release dates are less set than they were before? The fact that he, even though he should wasted his pick, wasted, yes, but. In any in any situation, it's a pick that was unfortunately wasted because the movie got picked. Does he now lose that movie? Does he, he get does. compensation? Yeah. He it's does. a zero yeah. percent. But but we oh, we still overall though take the top. Uh, what is it? Sit top six. Top six. Okay. Right. So he loses six. one. So he could potentially overall, make it, it up. Destroy right. his score. Right. Under but Dallas. but as as we will see as we get through the rest of the draft, um, <laughs> Anthony has a few picks that are just simply not coming out this year. Oh, to be clear, are you serious? Most of them are not coming out this year. <laughs> to be clear, Anthony is oh. sitting currently, out of 12 competitors, Anthony is currently 
in 12th of 12 pla- of 12 places yep. with an <laughs> average score per movie of 31 that's, that's out of 100 so exciting <laughs> you know? and just and just for everybody at home who's no, listen, in first and what is their average score just so we know how how far behind he I'm is. in first and my average score is 84 <laughs> And, and I have my two best so movies I am still coming out. Fifty points behind. And the best part of where Anthony's only points come from is it they is. come from Boss Baby Three. Is it? Yes, and Godzilla vs. <laughs> what? Kong, I think right. And I have Godzilla oh, yeah, and you got Kong. you got points for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, right Godzilla there. Kong yes. and Boss Baby Family Business, which yeah. got a forty-eight, yeah. which brought his average up considerably. Yeah, considerably. The fact that Boss Baby brought yeah. your average up. Nowhere to go but up, baby. My favorite was though for a brief, for a flickering moment. When Kong versus Godzilla came out, Anthony was actually in second place. I know, and it opened all of a sudden, all of a yeah, sudden, Anthony yeah. was in the Slack channel again, <laughs> and he was talking to people, talking shit. And then Matt just goes, "Every it was like a Friday afternoon, and we get this. Oh my god, everybody, 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 like three entries, and then it's just." Minions Rise of Gru has been postponed to 2022. <laughs> I saw I saw that like I got like the news flash or whatever, and I immediately I was like, guys. <laughs> Listen, oh is it better God. to burn out than to fade away? I think it is better it to burn out. It seems like you were never even on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely perfect. Uh, accurate. Absolutely that perfect. is an accurate statement. Great. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> wow. All right. So now that we've kind of Ladies recapped, and gentlemen, not just a pretty face. Anthony is going to be redrafting Minions: Rise of Gru as a first or second round no, pick listen, next year. Again, you hear, you I don't have first. to do anything. You heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> he has justified his pick. All right. So let's look <laughs> no, at the no, other no, two. No, 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 just because I stand by my decision when I made it does not mean I justify it or am going to do it again in the future. I mean, right? yeah, everyone makes mistakes. The important thing is, but you don't just make said it wasn't a mistake. No, 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 no. I said uh, it was a mistake because it didn't come out this year. This is like watching now, a really bad post-game conference. Like. That's correct. That's correct. Some may be good, some may be shit. Play- playoffs? Playoffs? Practice? We're talking about practice. This was my practice draft. Oh, man. All right, so let's talk about the other two that have been scored in the first round. Yep. Uh, first, Matt, since yours came out first on the year, Raya and the Last Dragon. So this was a pick that went in the third round of the 2020 Rotten Tomatoes League draft. Yep. It was not released. You elevated that from the third round all the way up to the first. It is undeniable at this point that it was a bona fide first round pick. Yep. 95 out of 100%. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, Pixar strategy. Like, Have you seen it yet? Uh, no, I have not actually. Okay, so I have a kid. And with a kid, it is exceptional. Is it good? Yeah, it is really, really good. I, it deserves the score it has. Oh, I just went muted. Am I good? Completely. No, it's just your headphones. Okay, so you can still hear me. Yeah, yeah we can hear you. Yeah, mics right. are on. Headphones are separate. Yeah, got it. So, yeah, I mean, it is an exceptional movie. What's really interesting to think is that this would have been the first time that a uh, Pixar movie was drafted behind the second round ever if it had scored last year. Yep. Getting it in the first round, definitely great. So that now elevates you on the leaderboard. You currently are sitting in second place. <laughs> That's not going to last long. A seventy-eight percent. And why do you say that? Because I I went with the I, I went against my own. You know, uh, I, I I I don't normally go for indie movies. Um, you know, the Sundances and the cans and whatever, and, and you know, figuring out because uh, there's no guarantee that a lot of those movies are going to get picked up and get distributed because they're going to get distributed. Right. I'm not going to get a fucking score. Um, but I went heavy in the indie uh, field and I had uh, 
uh, I, there's at least three movies I know of that um, are not have not been picked up for distribution. So regardless of what sort of critic score they have, and some of them have good critic scores, that's, there's a fucking zero because there's no distribution around them. So now, you know, now wait. So I'm gonna surprise you since I look at this spreadsheet all the time. You have one movie that is still coming out this year, and uh, that is Blue, Blue Bayou. Bayou. Right. Blue Bayou. All you need is an 81 percent. You overtake first place for me. An 81% nice. on Blue Bayou. The trailer just dropped. It looks absolutely stunning. You know, it looks great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like an amazing film. Yeah. All you need is an 81 to overtake huh. first place. So keep that in mind that right now the 81, it is not just that the 81 elevates you up. It erases a zero right. off of your board currently. Right. That's why it is so less So any score, score is better. Any well, score yeah. Is just just better, coming out. Yeah, exactly. Because because like yeah. I said, there, there was one movie, that, the one movie that I, that I that really comes to mind that I'm super mad about is uh, I Was a Simple Man. Um, That's it the was, one? I thought you were going to say the Nick Cage one. Well, know. well, that one, I mean, like, like let's be honest. I, I have, I'm 50-50 on that one. I think that, that that's one of my high-risk, high-reward picks. The unbearable weight of yeah, massive talent. Because I think that movie, just based on what it is and how meta it is with Nick Cage and what we've seen of Nick Cage recently, it has the potential to be high 80s, low 90s. But because it is also Nick Cage, it has the potential to be the hottest garbage. I just love the idea that he's doing a movie that's so fucking meta about his own <laughs> personal thing yeah. like that I just, I had to draft it. But I was thinking, see, for me, I Was a Simple Man was more of a safer mid-round pick. Like I feel like that movie's going to score at least, um, you know, would it get distributed? That would score at least in like the high seventies, possibly low eighties. Um, it just looks like that kind of movie, but that that movie does not look like it's going to get distribution this year, just at at all, if ever. So, <laughs> yeah, Nick Cage is high risk, yeah. high reward. He's like, yeah, very much he's, so. he's like a high strikeout, high home run yeah. hitter. Yeah. What, what, like, what was it for Pig right now? Yeah, right. That looks amazing. Six percent. Yeah. 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 Wow. And, what, and what was it? This, was what? it our first year with uh, with with uh, uh, not not. Um, Mandy. Mandy, Mandy, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're like that, that just blew us undrafted. all away, right? Yeah, went undrafted and it was Completely so undrafted. fucking yeah. Well, and so now, like, if we look at Pig as a movie that went undrafted, was not. I checked before I got here. It was not on the seed list. It was not on Tucker's list. Nobody's radar. Yeah, and and that was one that I don't even think anybody knew was under production. And, no. and here it is at ninety six percent. So a whiff from the league, a rare. Yeah, right. People. Yeah. Love <laughs> all right. Um, and then the last one would be what I am calling. It's my own pick, mind you is what I'm calling the most overrated film of the year, which would be In the Heights. So In the Heights, it was a first-round pick last year. It was a first-round pick this year. I have watched it. I tried watching it twice. It is long as hell. That is why it is not a great film. Yeah, You have to be in the mood for that kind of musical, and it is so fucking long at like close to three hours. Yeah. It was helped by the by the home release though, because most people it was. were yeah. able to right. see it in a way where they could easily pause it. Pause and, it and, and, and I'm gonna use this opportunity to reiterate my take on musical movies. Musicals in person is one thing. A musical in a movie, I think I there's not a single one that I can think of that I legitimately like think is a good really movie. Enjoy. Oh, so, I, I do. so West Side Story? Did you draft West Side Story? It nope, was but drafted. It was not, that it was, one. I thought was going to do very well. Yeah. I, no, a Tucker would never. Neither Andrea nor Dan would ever draft a Spielberg movie. They are <laughs> that's, too, a good, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> but, uh, they uh, yeah, I think it was drafted by Phil. Uh, but regardless, uh, as far as a musical is concerned, that is good. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? Yes. I actually have not. Yes, I actually have not. I love. It's one of the few that I would say I, I genuinely love. Like that, La that's La the Land Hugh Jackman okay. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. La La Land was. Well, La La okay. Land only had really one good song. Like the rest. Was that's okay. true. Okay, you know, like the, like true. like 
like sometimes like in the heights had a couple of good songs even though it was too long right la la land kind of got swept up in the hype of its own craziness you know yes. what i mean like everyone was like so oh, did this in crazy the old school hollywood yeah. musical and, then and it, it was, was and fine. it was and it was emma stone and ryan gosling again and uh-huh. it was like right. oh my god they can't fail you know like and i saw in the heights in uh, like on stage and it was great right i mean it's part of this thing where that was his first right that, and like it's good but because he did hamilton which was amazing it kind of gets it, it. It gets like retconned into being good. No, in the heights was good. Right. It's not next level. Yes, that guy is amazing. Lin Manuel Miranda is incredibly talented, and Hamilton is amazing. But in the heights is no Hamilton, and it right. kind of like benefits from from that glow. And what's really interesting is that that in the heights got a lot of backlash. Right. After its first week. Right. For like the, the dumbest reasons. For for lack of representation of darker skinned Latino people, Latin, <laughs> Latina Latino people. Both. <laughs> Both. All right. So anyway, uh, first round has a lot still to come uh, on the year, and I think that that's going to really predicate how the rest of the year unfolds. Yep. Um, but going into the second round, and this is where it really starts to get interesting. So the first pick in the second round was the Mauritanian. Second pick was Luca. Then Judas and the Black Messiah, Hotel Transylvania 4, Mission Impossible 7, Ghostbusters. I'm very excited for that one. Us too in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostbusters Afterlife, I Was a Simple Man, Free Guy, Black Widow, Encanto, The White Tiger, and Suicide Squad. So if we look at first, Judas and the Black Messiah, 96% from Tucker. Yeah, just huge. He he pegged that one right off the bat. He said, I bet you this was going to finish above 94, and he was absolutely right. Yep. Uh, Has anybody seen it? Nope. Nope. I did. Loved it. It's good? Absolutely fantastic. Definitely worth seeing. Just incredible. Yeah. And it was also a story I wasn't too familiar with. Mm. Right, so like it's it's it, it's in an era that we've seen a lot of like civil rights type movies, but it was it was a storyline I didn't know at all. Great cast all the way through, really worth watching. It just hurts to give Tucker a compliment. I know. <laughs> Say what you will about the man, he does have his fingers on the pulse of what's going to be like critic <laughs> critic bait. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now, if we go down to White Tiger, so the second. That just seems like the black... opposite of Jesus and the Black Messiah. The second... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't this like a 90s movie? Isn't there one called like White Tiger? And it's like a kung fu movie. With, You're thinking like... of Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. And there... <laughs> no way, oh, man. I was going to say, it's a Marvel superhero, and the White had, Tiger. It had uh, uh, the guy from Bloodsport. Like all the Bloodsport. Daniel Bernhardt? Did. Yeah, Daniel Bernhardt. Are you inventing a movie right now? Because it sounds great. Let's find out, man. Let's go to the big right. board while, par- while Parker continues. So White Tiger board. was the second to last pick in the second round. It got a 90%. This is what I'm calling my sleeper movie of the year. I think I'm the only person in the league who's actually watched it. It is jaw-droppingly who's in awesome. It? What's it about? I don't know if I've so, heard So honestly, I couldn't tell you a single actor in the movie. Came out on either Amazon Prime or Netflix, uh, but all it is is it is a deep dive into the the class systems of India and how it's one... a narrative. It's not a documentary. It's a... no, no, no. Okay. It's yeah. It's 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 a it's a feature film, but it is really really gritty and really dark. And you see what people do to get ahead down there because right. there is no path to get out of your caste system. What did he find it? There is a movie called yeah. Gary Daniels. Sorry, it wasn't Daniel Bernhardt. It was Gary Daniels, who's the other like yeah. kung fu actor from the nineties. We now know Tiger. why. He what passed is that White Tiger's Rotten Tomato score? Uh, I don't know, but the IMDb score is five point one out of ten. It's just great because in the poster he's wearing like you know your kind of standard kung fu pants and like a pair of Nikes. Like it's That's just so nineties. He's like, so white, high tops. He's so white. But the, ca- the I caucasity. Will say, I was once again, I was correct. 
Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I hate when he's right about anything. Uh, the two big whiffs out of the second round, which uh, I don't know if we even want to say that it's their fault. Mission Impossible 7, this is what killed Detective Rob's entire season. Yep. Got bumped into yep. 2022. He is the first person to be eliminated from the league statistically. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's the earliest elimination we've ever seen in league history. I think he beat Paul from season one. Which is impressive. It really but also, is. also, it's, Paul it's is... rough. I mean, like, if something doesn't get released, you know, I mean. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but I guess when you're doing the dr- I mean we well, all see, so knew, this is so this is we part all of the- knew right we all knew that things like there's too many blockbusters that need to come out over the next year like that's why Jurassic World is, is a good example like yep like Jurassic World did the smart thing they're probably going to make more money by waiting a year and probably. I think Mission Impossible yep. is the same thing like because now over the next few months theaters are going to go skyrocket yep but there's going to be too many like like you know like there's two you need a couple week window where you're the only movie to make money. Yeah, right. but see, but this the is part of the this is part of the strategy. Yes. Right. This is part of the strategy. Right. And, no, and I'd like you to back up for a second because you yeah. said that Detective Rob is now statistically eliminated, right? Yes. So I am in last place, but I am not statistically eliminated yet. No, because you still have a couple movies that are actually gonna come out this year. Correct. Nice. So I believe it is impossible for you to surpass him. Let me see. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think wait, Suicide but, wait, Squad is going to be the movie of the summer. But if he's I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. That would also mean that he's statistically eliminated. No, so he he still has because it's the average of your it's yeah. the six movies yeah. out of ten that are drafted. So right. Anthony actually still statistically has a shot at getting a hundred percent. There we there go. We go. He still so. has a shot at it. Right now, he's sitting at 31%. Chipping away! <laughs> but to be clear, what Anthony would need 100% on every movie would be The Suicide Squad, which yeah. has come out. That's not out of... It's, I mean, that's, that's going to have a high score. Yeah, 100%. So that's sure. a very yeah, good one. That's a good Beatles one. Get Back, which is actually a good pick. That's also... also, also except it's currently cut at eight hours. Did you see that? No. It is eight hours long. <laughs> awesome. Peter people, Jackson. People love The Beatles. Wait, I thought they were Jackson. splitting that into a series. Which we... We'll discuss. Okay. 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 Uh, next, he has uh, Samaritan, which yes, is with with uh, Sylvester Stallone. I, I challenge you to find any news about that movie. That movie's uh, not coming all. out this it's year. Definitely not coming out. Not I think it's going. I think it's going straight to no. Disney. But Plus. it is. It is in the same light as Invincible. Now, Invincible has done very, very well. The cartoon on oh, right, Amazon right, right, Prime. Yes. It is in the same universe as Invincible, except it's going to be live action instead of a cartoon. So it's going to be the same style. It's going to be very gritty. It's going to be very gory. It's going and obviously Sylvester Stallone. So I think that also could have a mid seventies to high eighties. Uh, sure, um, <laughs> if if it was to come out this. And year. then here's the best. The the last I think three. You're insane. The Matrix Four, which uh, definitely not, out, right? not definitely yeah. not coming which, out this year. I can't wait to talk about that when we get to that. Yes, I'm excited. Yep. The, the meta on that is so amazing. Then Halloween Kills, which you yourself shit all over <laughs> before you drafted it. Yep. <laughs> Although the newest trailer looks the, pretty the good. New, the it newest did, trailer did, does look The newest good. trailer seems to solve the big problem of the movie. But it's... <laughs> the big problem was what? firemen. Yeah, what big problem is it solving? The new trailer looks terrible. Firemen are no, the problem. Uh, Let's murder no, all they, of them. No, yeah. they show that this fire department has an amazing response time. Right. In the trailer, they show that. Right. They show that as they're leaving, the fire department arrives. Don't get me wrong. It's still stupid, but like it's uh, a level of stupid better. Does that I, make sense? I, like, I, I, level I, of stupid better. Yeah. At yeah. Least, <laughs> at Ready, least set, it's review. Going to come a level out. of stupid better. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's going to come out this year. All right. And then your last pick, which the trailer just dropped, is Jackass 4. Yes. So you need 100% on Jackass, all of those. Which Jackass has is going to be awesome. Has that ever performed well? In yes. Life? Actually, yeah. yeah. 100% yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the highest scoring Jackass, I think, was like 83%. Yeah. yeah. Actually, their well, scores go up. Well, that means that that's up. the ceiling, though, right? Like, no, so their scores have gone up 
That was the amazing part. I feel like yes. this new one, I don't know. I think it's going to be great. Did you I see the softball pitch? Yes. That is, yes. That's worth a price of admission. Yes. yes. It absolutely is. A, a Division One softball player throws a fastball right into a guy wearing a jock strap, yeah. like hits him right in the nuts. Right in the nuts. And, the bat, and then she walks away, she goes, yes. Yeah. Okay. She's like, yes. Great. I think and that she was knew Machine she Gun Kelly it. in yeah. that shot, which is nuts. That I just learned who Machine Gun Kelly was yesterday. What? That's you so just crazy. learned that? Machine Gun yeah. Kelly, I have a lot of respect for, for MGK, man. I, I like his music. <laughs> Is and that really like an acronym that like yeah. people use? Yeah, MGK. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you just made it up. Yeah. A lot of respect. No, I I do, sure. man. I, I I think he's I think he did a really good job in the dirt. Uh, I think that he was absolutely incredible um, uh, in uh, um, some of the things that he's done with WWE and some of the, the and just his musical performances. I think he's very talented. I know him because he's stupping uh, Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Megan yes. Fox. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what does that everybody tell you another about great that. achievement? What does yeah. that tell you <laughs> with about the him? first with the first overall pick in the 2022 draft? Yeah. Anthony selects just Machine Gun. MGK, <laughs> baby. There's, there's no any movie he's in. Yeah, put just, that's who I'm drafting. All right. Um, and then if we want to go forward here, real quick, to yeah. the Third round. Let's go. All right. So sorry, my headphones are messing up my uh, thing here. I took mine off because I couldn't hear anything anymore. Beatles Get Back is was the first pick in the second round. Then Vivo, Passing, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, <laughs> The Little Things, Cruella, No Time to Die, A Quiet Place Part Two, Eight for Silver, The Green Knight, The King's Man, Green Knight. Coming to America 2. Oh. All right. So I think, honestly, the one that I want to talk about here is The Green Knight. It's coming out next week. Have you seen anything on this? Next no. week already? Yeah. No. All right. No. I've seen the trailers. It 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 seems like a real swing for the fences though. Like oh, it yeah. looks, what's, what's it about? It looks amazing. It's like a, an Arthurian tale. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so the, the Green, the Green Knight, Knight was one of the oh one of the rounds of the table. Okay. He's, okay. he's the one that gets his head chopped off and then puts it back on. Right. Spoiler alert. Just yeah, a flesh well. wound. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert for a thousand year old. Yeah, for, yeah, a thousand year old. Yeah. Story. What's the statute of limitations on that one? Come on. <laughs> Spoiler no, alert for who Judas there, was. Wasn't that in the movie Excalibur? Or which which movie was there? Was there another Green Knight movie that was Highlander made like two years and years ago? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, AKA the greatest movie. I mean, of that's all time. A, that's a I hard one to nail down. They mentioned him in First Night. I know that the Richard Gere yeah. one. I was gonna say right. there, there's been like a hundred yeah. different movies that you know because it, it, it's one of those you know like it's in the public domain type of thing. So right. everybody's ma- has made yeah. you know it's like Robin Hood movies. There's like right. the fucking yeah. hundred of them. So yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, to be honest, because yeah. there's so many of those fucking movies. But yeah, I mean, it could be good. The last King Arthur movie was not the the one with uh, oh Ritchie? the guy Richie one. Yeah. Oh the, the one, one? The, yeah the, with the guy from well, this uh, is a uh, yeah. I like, like Charlie Hunnam. Like, yeah, of course, that was him did. doing what he yeah. did in Sherlock I, Holmes. This I, one has a this one has a very like like, like very serious tone to it. Yeah. It's not like this like over the top you know. Wait, so we're not we're not we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about Cruella and no. The... Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, real quick. So the Green Knight, the first reactions dropped on Friday. All right. Quoting some of the most, which I forgot to put their names down, but quoting some of the most prominent people in Rotten Tomatoes, uh, this one says that it is a surreal movie. It is a Bergman-inspired fantasy epic, a mesmerizing, transporting, magnificently bizarre journey that is one of the rare movies to really to really appreciate how sexy Dev Patel is. Wow. Okay. Every that's single, the comment. <laughs> that's like right up my alley. Every single review. Is like this. People are saying, uh, like, I have thought of little else than this movie since I saw it. It's oh, so amazing. I'm People so are gushing right over it. And then when I asked Tucker, I go, what's your confidence level in this movie? I said, over under 91. Without even taking a breath, he says over. Wow. He says his wow. goal is 96 and up. 
So wow. wow. And this was a late pick in the third round. Yeah. So again, I didn't even have it on my draft board, draft board. I'll be honest. We're gonna have plenty of time to shit all over Tucker as this goes on, but for right now. Tucker's pick in the third round is what I would call the standout of that round. Yeah. Seems um, like. Another one that I want to talk about here, obviously, let's talk about Cruella. So, Matt, <laughs> yeah, buddy. you regretted this pick instantaneously. Instantly. Okay. It performed better than I thought it was going to perform? Uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, low 60s, uh, high 50s at best. I thought Barely, that. yeah. This is a that, third round pick for you, Matt? Yeah. So this, so this was we talked about on, on the the last episode when we were doing the draft was um, I had so so you know so so Ed so the, you know like one of the issues that you know you run into just like any draft you know you're you've got your shit all planned out yeah and then all of a sudden someone just snakes your shit right out from under you right so by the time I got into this round I had <laughs> I had like two movies back to back before my pick taken out from under me and I had like a panic moment I was like fuck so I looked like way down on my draft board I had Cruella for like 10th round like final round yeah. and yeah. the only reason I even had it on my draft board was purely because of Emma Stone but it's purely safe. because of Emma it's Stone safe. you knew that the Disney movie would be released safe late round yeah. pick you knew, yeah. yeah but not but, third round right <laughs> like the advantage Disney yeah. has so, ba- so basically, yeah. So basically, all their stuff is going to be released. Yeah. So basically, th- th- I, I was like Keanu Reeves on the rooftop, like in the first Matrix, like because I thought this movie was just exactly how he was like. Yeah, hundred percent how he was like. He was yep. just like Keanu Reeves. That was the most badass way to describe the, the that, that, that you made that you a were... shitty pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead of being on the roof, it's more like you're like you're like the lost Keanu Reeves when you just wake up. From <laughs> no, the he's the bullet like... that missed. That's what he is. Traveling at a million miles an hour and hitting nothing. <laughs> I know landing on Cruella. <laughs> All right, so uh, Cruella was was an unmitigated disaster. Now let's talk about Beatles Get Back. All right, yes. so Peter Jackson, eight hours was the original cut. They tried to screen it for executives, and they pulled it. They pulled it at like two and a half hours. Yeah, because it's, like, it's no eight hours executive long. wants to sit in a movie for eight hours. Now let me ask you, who do you think has final cut? Who do you think negotiated final cut? Into their contract before they agreed to do this oh. project. Peter Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Oh and Disney Lord. gave him that that right. So here is the rumor that's coming out, which will actually benefit you. Okay. The initial release is supposed to be one movie, eight hours long. Okay. At which point you now qualify. Right. If it is one movie that is eight hours long and then they later cut it up into a four-part miniseries. Okay. Then you still qualify. Where you will not qualify is if this thing gets broken up into a 12-part miniseries, miniseries, which is what the other rumor is. Yes. They're trying to convince them right. to do this. Yeah. For an eight-hour, it's entirely possible. Now, they might just do the New York, L.A. release to get it for the Oscars. For right. awards right. considerations, that's, the, yes. that, that's what you And know. that's what they're unless, talking about. Right. Unless they feel and that like, would qualify. Unless they feel like, oh, we might do better if we go for the, like, miniseries Emmy. You know, right. like sometimes sometimes they play games when they release like Uncle Frank was released by Amazon, not in theaters, but on. Their That's a great service. example. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Uncle Frank could have played for Oscar. I thought it was one of the best movies of last year. That was but, drafted last but year. But Uncle yeah. Frank cleaned up with, the, you know, like a lot of Emmy nominations and stuff, probably more so than it would have at the Oscars because it was in, like, right. you know, yep. like it's kind of like Big Fish, Small Pond. So I wonder if, what That's they did playing. The funny thing is, is that um, the movie is uh, actually longer than the Beatles were actually together. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. It's the Confederacy. 
Anthony likened Beatles fans the worst to the Confederacy. I think a person has ever uh, made. That was the most standout moment of like I think of I any podcast of any How podcast we've ever had. Like it was so the good. The worst analogy. Yeah, you know who's the worst? The Beatles and Beatles fans. Now, They're the worst. regardless, uh, as somebody who's not like a huge Beatles fan, but has an appreciation for obviously what they, they didn't meant. enslave millions of people yes. and <laughs> make war against this country. They right. did. They enslaved their minds. <laughs> oh my! Their hipster God. hearts. He just doesn't I mean, back down. No, never, never back down. Never. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'd compare like the Backstreet Boys to the Confederacy. Like, there's no band I would go off on. Oh my no, God! I, that no, level. we have to move on to round four. Yeah, we we nope, have to move on. Move on to we'll round leave it there. We'll leave it there. All right. Because <laughs> this will never end. <laughs> so let's go with round four. Uh, the first pick was Misha and the Wolves. Then was Wild Indian, Cinderella, Finch, Land, On the Count of Three, Breaking News in Yuba County, <laughs> Blythe Spirit, Morbius, The Northman. Well, Morbius isn't coming out this Supernova year, right? Supernova and Ooh. Samaritan. Yes. So this was a huge swing and a miss of a round. Yeah, uh, yeah this round was brutal. Yeah. This Blythe, round was brutal. So yep. there, there were three zeros. Breaking news in Yuba County, which got a zero, not because it didn't qualify. <laughs> or no, excuse me. It, did, it, 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 it didn't qualify because it didn't hit the review count. Yes, but like the six reviews that it had it were had like 12%. Dude, yeah. Yeah. we all said it this was, was a standout worst. good wow. movie. Yeah. I know, dude. The well, worst. when you look at it, when you look at it objectively, you're like, "This should be like a good movie, right?" And, and it looks it like just, Oscar B, right? Yeah, and it, it just got skewered. We likened it to the Cohen Brothers. <laughs> I re-listened to the podcast that's yesterday. Why I picked it. We said, "Oh, it looks like a Cohen Brothers movie." Dude, that's why I picked it. It felt so Cohen Brothers. It, it looked destroyed. It looked oh really God. good. Yeah, I, 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 I have to actually watch it now just to see. Like, <laughs> it was it, so bad. It's a 12% might have been, it would have contended for the lowest score, I think, ever. Yeah. It wasn't no, Cats 12%. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then. I knew nothing. Oh, yeah. Allison Janney, she's normally money. Oh, there's a, it's a great I mean, cast. No, no. Yeah. I had a real, I had a solid yeah, reason yeah. for picking this movie. Like Ellen Barkin, Aquafina. Mm -hmm. These are, this Dude, is like legit. Right. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. Did you see why what I picked it? What movie was this? Breaking news in Yuba County. Yeah, no, I, I, this was a well-researched pick, and I think that was. Oh, like it's the, a guy who directed The Help. And yeah, like, yeah. get on up and yeah. oh, this you're, is you're, a, you're making yeah. my, a lot you're of making things. my case yeah. for yeah. me, man. You're and making yet, my yeah. case. To wow. summarize the reviews, it's wait, what is this movie? <laughs> and yet, to summarize the reviews, it got the same score as Minions: Rise of Gru. <laughs> It did. Yeah. It so did. there it is. Yeah, so, he picked it th three rounds later than yeah. you picked for the first <laughs> yeah. overall and, and Almost four rounds later. And critically speaking, it's on par with Cats. Yeah. On par with X computer animated buttholes. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. The butthole cut has never been released. Let's oh. spread that rumor. Oh, <laughs> man. Release the butthole cut. Uh, Morbius also got a zero. That was famously pushed back. Dunn has now drafted Morbius twice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Undoubtedly, he will draft it again. <laughs> That's great. Yep. I can't, when I the can't. news broke that Morbius got pushed back, because I heard like right after the draft, we said in our podcast, the rumor is Morbius yeah, gonna is going to get pushed back in 2022. And it's sure as shit. <laughs> and then also, Andrea's picked The Northman, which was the horror film based off of Viking mythology. Uh, that one got pushed back, but the the... the like preview on that is really positive, dude. That wasn't so, even all. Oh my God. fucking fuck, yeah. Andrea, man. Like she, I know <laughs> the whole Tucker household with their draft strategy is so infuriating. <laughs> so the the high scores of this round, uh, Supernova was my pick. It was the second to last pick in the that round. Was it was eighty eight percent, and then eighty four percent for on the count of three, which was John's pick. 
So John is uh, in a sleeper position right now. He actually does have a shot at winning this whole thing. Yep. He's got a 94 on the Street Gang, How Did We Get to Sesame Street documentary, mm-hmm. 84 on the count of three, and all of his top three picks have yet to come out this yep. year. Yeah. So that's, so. That's, that's a strong yeah, John. Yeah, John is it's dangerous. He's dangerous right now. Yep. And I hate to admit it because I kind of crapped all over him in our earlier podcast <laughs> thinking he didn't have a shot. So, <laughs> whoops. Um, all right. We ready to go on to fifth yep, round or is there anything it, else yeah. we want to talk about? Nope. All right. So let's go on to the fifth I wanna, round. I want to forget this round. <laughs> so the first pick in the first in the in the fifth round, uh elevated. It was a last round pick yep. in the prior year. Or excuse me, a ninth round pick in the prior year. But once again, the master of drafting, Anthony Marino. <laughs> Had the first pick in the fifth round, and he said, you know what? I know Parker's gunning for this one as his eighth round pick because I jokingly said I'm going to push it up one round so I make sure I get it. Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, you know what? This is my best movie uh, performance to date, actually, right now. You said that like it was bragging. <laughs> so you're, you're complimenting you me on my... You get how that's worse, right? <laughs> right. That's worse. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then after that was United States versus Billy Holiday, one for the road. The hitman's Billy wife's Holiday, body. that late. That's a really that's a that was an economical pick. What I, did I, I thought well, I had look a what it, stud. Look what it No, I, I thought you did too. Wait, that got yep. six fifty seven. Yep. Yeah, that, that one was my highlight that, of the round. How did that? Ha- that that it wasn't woke well. enough. That, but that did well at like the, it wasn't woke enough. Wasn't woke enough. No, yeah, but that did not. well at the. I thought that was a good movie. They got awards consideration. Like it did. I'm surprised that that got such a low score. Yeah, like, I, I'm just shocked that that's lower than Cruella. Voters liked it. Critics did not. That's kind of a. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, like. That kind of shows like that. There's kind of like a little bit of a oh Ed oh Ed, yeah oh Ed. If only we yeah. could coach yeah. you up in 20 seconds. Yeah, if, 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 if only we could show you the world of our Slack channel and what we talk about. We talk about Joker to this day yeah. because Joker was 96 percent coming out of TIFF, and then it dropped all the way down to like 40 something percent with critics going into Rotten Tomatoes and changing their review yep. from positive mm-hmm. to negative yep. because of the backlash. Uh, who's the director? I'm blanking on it. Uh, uh, Todd Phillips, yes. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips backlash uh, made everything drop. So we we've, we've talked about that at length. But yes. anyway, uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Jungle Cruise, Cherry, the Untitled Paul Thomas Anderson Project, which I still believe we don't have a name on. Nobody, El Planeta, Next Goal Wins, Coming Home in the Dark, and Philly DA. Uh, so the high scorer of this round was a 94 percent for El Planeta. I'm sure all of us watched it, right? <laughs> Yeah, I have no. Yeah, fun. what the no, fuck no is idea. El Planeta? No idea. But, did, so did Verdi? Add, this was like, this feels like a shot in the dark. No, he wanted a movie that started with E because he was trying to spell his name. Remember? Oh my god, that's right. That's right. I yeah. would love if that strategy makes him win. Fucking yeah. like that. Just, fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. He yeah. gets the. I, I yeah, not even anywhere near my draft board. Have have heard nothing about it. Nope. I don't even know what the. I, nope. What is it about? It's a, it's a foreign language no. film, yeah. and who knows about the planet? Yeah, I, it, I could have guessed that it premiered. <laughs> at, it premiered well, at Sundance. It has some type of Spanish influence, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, get this. Where he got his score from? So if you remember, it premiered at Sundance. It right. His, it didn't have any reviews. Right. Then it premiered at the. Um, Eastern Missouri State Fair Film Festival, which we all know is like you know that's the, the big next one. Stop, yeah. like, you know it's like, can. Yeah. It's, like can. it's like Sundance, the can. Sundance. Eastern Missouri, the you know E-M-S- Toronto SF, Tribeca. What a random film festival! The EMSSF. Yeah, 
You know that one. I mean, fuck. Are you premiering at the Emesimus? Eastern Missouri is the, you know, that's the cultural heartbeat of this nation. Yes. And our thickets near the arch. See, but you know what? This is why I love having people like Verdi and Dunn in the league, because it's nice to just have people that... Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yes. That just, like, contribute this amount of joy to the league. Joy slash rage, because you're like, motherfucker. Because obviously, looking at this, you're thinking like, you know, because we... We we talked a lot about what we what a good pick we thought Philly DA was, and we were like right. smart pick Phil like good job, and then we see like L Plant like the, the fuck, and it gets a ninety, yep. and you're just like God blows everything else out of the <laughs> So uh, the the big whiff on I will take credit for this was the United States versus Billy Holiday ended up being probably the biggest disappointment. Yeah, uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard was exactly what everybody thought it was. Gonna Wait, was be. that that was a done pick? That was right? a done pick. Twenty five percent. The uh, Cherry was a disappointment. That was your pick, Magnifico. Dude, this but, was yeah. such a huge disappointment because it thir- thirty. Tom Holland. It, come on, it's yeah. Tom Holland who, like, again, say what you will about you know the MCU and actors and whatever. Tom Holland's a legitimately good actor. Yes, he's been in good. Things. Is he good enough? Okay, let let me ask. Tell me something he's been in other than Spider Man that's gotten positive reviews. I don't know. Yeah, he's been, yeah. I think, in two other movies. All right, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. And it, uh, honestly, he plays Peter Parker very well. Yes. That's true. And the Russo brothers, and sometimes when you have an actor and a director combo working together Agreed. again. So that's why that's why I picked combo, it. Because you know, they obviously put that together with him in mind. Yeah. You know, that's, like, that, that's normally a good sign. Like, it wasn't just like some rando. And right. that's entirely the reason why I picked it, because the Russo brothers, I think, have proven themselves enough, you know, MCU or outside of the MCU. But I picked it also because of that... I feel like often enough you see director actor combos that usually end up well for people, yeah. you know, like so. Right. And and it was a like topical enough thing, you know, army veteran PTSD type of thing. Like you know, yeah. those, those movies still play well with critics or whatever. But our society so, doesn't care about them in real life. Yeah. So why would they care? So about again, them in like theaters? this, wait, of course. Again, and this would not have been a movie that I picked, you know, anywhere in the top three rounds. Yeah. But I thought it was a decent enough fifth round pick. Yeah. But. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Yeah. Thir- I'm 38 was the final score, Jungle right? Cruise. I can see that Jungle- getting a surprisingly high number. We actually no, talk about I that disagree. So no. let's no. talk about Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, I do not think, is going to get a good review. Oh, wait a minute. Emily, I just listened to the podcast that we did previously. I know. I, I, Your I, notable standout was People Love the Rock. Yeah, and they The do. Rock with Emily Blunt. It's yep. going to be great. I, I'm about yeah, to, I, and I know. said that this movie was going to suck. No, no. But sometimes... They're both charming, and you and you give you you give a little bit more leeway because they're both charming. No, listen, like no, no, no. Here's no, here, no. Here's here's why. Okay, here's why. So the Rock, the Rock is a just coming off of our cannon fodder episode yep. about about the Fast and Furious franchise. The Rock is a undeniable bona fide action star. Yes, like he is an undeniable. No, no, he is an action star. Undeniable. Even the stuff he does that's not strictly action. When you look at movies like the one he did with Kevin Hart, uh, the spy movie, whatever it was. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah, think of what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Right, but like, C- like CIA. Yeah, right. Like Secret lots, yeah. of, lots of comedy the in that movie. movies work. But, uh, the, Those the, are surprisingly no, but, but this, clever. This is where I'm getting at, though. Lots of lots terrible. of comedy, lots of action. Right, Jumanji was, in my opinion, his biggest break from his comfort zone of, like, mostly action movies. And Jumanji worked. Jungle Cruise feels just like Jumanji, but I'm yes. t- the reason yes. why I think Jungle Cruise is going to suck is because he, he, he dodged a bullet, in my opinion, with Jumanji because he had a really strong supporting cast and a lot of right. old stuff. But he is not—he cannot— 
I don't think he's going to repeat that same magic twice. I think Jungle Cruise is going to fucking suck. Yeah. It's, yeah. It all comes down to the pairing with the co-star. And I think that yeah. Emily Blunt is great. I think that The Rock is great. I think that together they look like they have zero chemistry. I agree. Yeah. I don't think this movie is going to do well at all. No. Um, and then the biggest surprise out of that round, just to quickly pay attention to it, is Nobody. That's the Bob Odenkirk, yes. uh, John Wick film. Yeah, that, I that have not. Now, have you seen it? I did. It's, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, yeah, it's yeah, worthy. I've heard of, it's yeah. phenomenal. It's really good. Yeah. It's what so did it end up getting at uh, 80? It's yeah, actually kind of low. I would have... I this is the most standout pick for me yeah. of this yeah. round because it's like, who would have thought uh, fucking Saul in an Seriously, action movie? Dude, Saul and you're like, bam. Yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, let's go on to the sixth round. So the order of the picks, real quick here, I'm scrolling down. Okay. Uh, the Last Duel, Prisoners of the Ghost Land, The Harder They Fall, R Hashtag J, Untitled Elvis Biopic, Deep Water, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, chaos walking, death on the Nile, the card counter, fatherhood, oh, death and on the Nile boss baby, family business. Oh, boss who baby! Picked, a lot who of picked zeros. death on the Nile? Because boss baby. I think I think that's that's an unfortunate that it was pushed. I think death on the Nile is going to be Wait, amazing. Am I reading that correct? Is that a done pick? That was a done pick. So How? death on the Nile is by far the best novel in that series, and. The original was amazing. What, Wait, what was the are we first one? Talking Strangers about? on the Train or something like Hercule Poirot? Yeah, uh, Hercule Poirot. Oh, that's a poor... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a sequel a to Murder one. on the Orient. It's, it's yeah. a second one in, the, in that series. What's right, right. the first one, the train and one? Gal Gadot. Um, Gal Gadot's in it. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gal Gadot's. It's like the yeah. whole cast. So the, the, way, the way it works is obviously it's Hercule Poirot, so... Everyone is a brand new cast. That whole cast is amazing. Wait, was, and was, the trailer looks great. So it's a was real the first shame one. it was pushed back. Yeah, the first one was probably did very well. Was Dunn was, was Dunn well. drunk at this point? Why did he pick that movie? That's not a Dunn pick. Uh, this is when Janine started whispering in his ear. Because remember, then he <laughs> yes. also that's picked. Right, uh, I forgot. That's, that's he correct. picked Malcolm and Marie. That's right, well. Yeah, I was gonna say because this is not a Dunn pick. Yeah, like no. he must have been yeah. really drunk that's to really, pick this movie. That's so, a that's a real uh, that's interesting. But it, it's a shame. But I would also say, the last duel looks like it's gonna be. Really great. Yeah. Yes. Last so, duel definitely yeah, I mean, looks wait, like it's, uh, it, yeah. it, with um uh, uh what's his name fucking uh from it's Star Damon Wars. Damon Affleck as usual. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Adam Driver. Yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. I saw the, the didn't the trailer just drop this week for that? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. This is the new Ridley Scott yeah, one. It looked really really. It looks really good. Wait one second. Um. But oh, also nice, just like yeah. any Ridley Scott movie, the theatrical cut's gonna be okay, and then like the. Hour long director's, director's cut, cut is yeah. going to be ten times better. Yeah. Listen, I have no faith in this movie. You guys ha- know how I feel about Ridley Scott. Yeah, this um, is, I think it's an, in his wheelhouse. Kingdom of Heaven, I think, is one of the most underrated movies ever made. I, I also agree. I, I think Kingdom of Heaven is is a great this movie. In that that very very, it's like a, a sleeper. A lot, a lot of people know about it, and it's it is very very good. I think that this round, the story of this round, is going to be the zero percent scores. Mm. Our hashtag J got a zero percent. Elvis got bumped till next year. Yep. Deep Water got bumped. Yep. And then uh, and those are good picks like that. Unbearable weight of massive talent got Death bumped. On the Nile. There's a lot of like solid picks that just got. Detective nothing. Rob got screwed. Yeah. Uh, the Elvis biopic was supposed to be a 2020 release, and Oof. then it, its production stopped. And then as soon as they resumed, you thought there's no way it doesn't come out in 2021, right. and it it got yeah. bumped again. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, 
But the the high scorer of the round would be uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland. That was Malazzo's pick. Yeah. Nice. And that was the one that coming out of Sundance, everybody said it was the strangest Nick Cage film ever made. Yep. Which is... Which, uh, that's that's a something. State. I literally yeah. watched Mandy again the other night. And, I mean, to say that it is the strangest Nicolas Cage movie is... A, it's, I mean, that's a bold it's a good, statement. It's a good because Mandy is ridiculous. Mandy, I, I've only seen Mandy once, but yeah, that is a bonkers movie. Got it. Yeah. Sorry, photography <coughs> break. Excuse me. All right. So <laughs> since the story of round six is all the zero percents, we can move along to round number seven. No comment about Boss Baby in the 48 No, we already talked about fucking Boss Baby. <laughs> move on. Yeah, move on. Move, move People on. love Jeff Goldblum. Remember that? People, that was the justification <laughs> that was, People, people do love, love Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Well, I mean... Go- People need minions right now. People need minions. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a- roping you in, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Round number seven. This is the standout round in my mind because Matrix oh, 4 yeah. was drafted first in the seventh round. Yep. Then we have Man from Toronto, Luzu, West Side Story, Little Fish, Blue Bayou, Annette, Woman in the Window, Dog, Don't Worry Darling, House of Gucci and Infinite. So, Woman in the Window. First, I want to talk about the the first screening. Woman in the Window. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it got slaughtered. Yeah. Twenty nine. I mean, yeah. I got, didn't yeah. love it. I I liked it bet more than I should have, but twenty nine seems unnecessary. Oh, yeah, it got rough. slaughtered. It got That's, murderated. Once again, I'm just I'm just basing everything off the Cruella. Like if Cruella got a seventy something, how does Woman yeah. in the right. Window get twenty nine? <laughs> like, um, brutal. So Matrix Four. They did a screening of it. Okay. And the guy who came Wait, out- there's enough films to do a screening of it? I didn't even so realize that. they did that. their first test screening of it. Holy shit. And they, there were a couple people who came forward talking about it, and apparently there is a scene in the movie of Keanu Reeves sitting in the movie theater watching the first Matrix movie. That's awesome. That is the, that's awesome. And that. they said that the agents in the movie refer to Neo as Mr. Reeves instead of Mr. Anderson. So they're just going full meta. Yes. So, we have so this is going to be an amazing episode of Cannon Fodder. Yes. And I'm more so importantly, excited. there was a deleted scene from The Office. The series finale of The Office okay. had a whole sequence where like Jim had spent all this money to create the Matrix as a prank for Dwight. And like oh, God. midway through the prank, Dwight is like, This is just the Matrix. He's like, Yeah. We released that movie as a way to um, as a way to recruit people. So they totally just stole that from Matrix Four. Amazing. <laughs> Yes, they. That was where the Wachowski. <laughs> that's exactly were. where they're oh, going. Uh, wow, that's and, a, and that's, that's a real swing, though. I wonder it might work, though. So that's what like, I said. As I go yeah. after, I actually heard that. I was like, "All right, it that sounds might... stupid as hell, but I know I'm going to end up liking it." Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. Yeah, I'm going to cool. love it. Yeah. I love. I, I love meta shit. Meta yeah. shit just gets me every single time. Like also, even when I even find when it they hard did to believe that they would have. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that they would have that type of. Thing in a test screening that leaks. I feel like if they're really going for the fences with that type of meta bit, they don't do a screening. So they also they, why does the Matrix Four have a test screening? Like I because feel like they are once test- you're at that point, don't you like so not need a test screening? No, well, but here's the the thing. last Matrix movie came out like 20 years ago. But right. also yeah. like bon- but the important thing about movies like this is that if you are going meta, if you are going high concept, you need to have test screenings to see if people can follow the bouncing ball. Yeah, right. exactly. Because you got, you got to remember, too, the, the Matrix original trilogy 
did not end well for anybody. No. The first no. Matrix movie was obviously revolutionary yeah. and groundbreaking, and it still holds up to this day. The second movie, obviously a big step down, but still entertaining and still but continues the, the story and the second in a one coherent also, way. It ends in a way where it's all about building to the exactly. next one. Exactly. It, it's, the, it's like Man of Steel. It's, right. It's worse after you right. see the sequel. And then right. the third one yeah. is just... Bad yeah, all okay, around. Wait, right. I found terrible. I found the thing. It says the screening was not a completed movie. Many scenes, presumably scenes requiring special effects or additional editing, were told through text cards throughout the screening. One text <laughs> card describes a fight sequence where an agent refers to Neo as Mr. Reeves. Another card describes the Wachowski sisters as the architects of the Matrix and that the simulation would continue to evolve regardless of whether or not they were involved, presumably winking at the fact that one of the Wachowski sisters is not uh, participating in this project. Only Lana Wachowski is participating. See, I thought that was like a known fact, though. I thought it was known that only one of the Wachowski yeah, was okay. doing it, but right? They're, yeah, but they're, they're referencing it in the movie. Then wow. it's That's bold. there's also a text card describing a it. fourth yeah. wall breaking fight sequence where the screen will appear to be damaged halfway through the movie and the damage will persist through the end of the film. Dude, you, you know what? Wow. Just put Deadpool in it. Yeah. Just put Deadpool in it and call it a day. I'm here for it. Let's go. Like yeah. that is I mean, that is the most bonkers thing. Like like making it look like the screen has a puncture in it. Oh yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's really freaking bizarre. That's, that's very Fight Club. Fight yeah. Club did that where they had the shaky screen. But yeah. here's, here's was... the problem: there's no way in hell this comes out this year. It is slated no. for Christmas. There's no, no way. Absolutely not. If, it, no way. if they were screening that in June, yeah. with no special effects, not a fucking no chance. Yeah, no this is um, a 2022 no, six movie. Months is enough to get it together. So Andrea pulling a typical Andrea move in the seventh round got a hundred percent on Luzu. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck this movie is. It's the the only image. How did she do this? How did she do this? Because the image that came along with the movie when it was premiering at Sundance was of a guy sitting in a rowboat. And you know Andrea was probably like, ooh. Yeah. 100%. Seems so deep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a uh, rowboat. God damn People it. don't put rowboats in posters unless it's well, really good. Well, Aluzu is the whole Tucker household boat of the Maltese-Silence. Shut the fuck up, Ed. Ed knew that off the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's funny is that movie computer. wasn't even one of the top results for Luzu. What's, what's, what's hilarious is that there's some validity to your rowboat theory. Because <laughs> I'm thinking back, I'm like, movies with rowboats on the covers. Oh, yeah, the Muppet movie did really, really well back in the 70s. Yeah. And so it, had a it had a rowboat on the cover on the poster. You are literally you know that. You are literally an encyclopedia of the most bizarre shit. The <laughs> got and Muppet posters. Christian goes deep I'm, on the Muppet I'm a, shit. I'm, I'm a huge Muppet fan. That one, I, yeah. that one I know. Illumination, I'm fascinated by. It's like Illumination is like the train wreck you just can't help but watch. Do you know Illumination has the rights to the Mario Brothers animated film? Yeah, and it's currently being directed by the guys who are doing Teen Titans Go. Which that movie was awesome. I mean, that's 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 a good tone. That's a good movie. Like you know, I've watched Teen Titans Go with my son probably a hundred times. It is hilarious. This movie's great. All right, Uh, the real standout from the round though, despite Luzu being a hundred percent, was actually Caroline's pick with Little Fish. We talked about this one in the prior podcast. It had a Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind type mm-hmm. uh, feel to it. I have not seen it, but it got a 91%. So great pick from her in the seventh round. One that everybody was circling, except for me, apparently. And uh, <laughs> she, she grabbed it up. Yep. All right, let's go on to the eighth round here. So the first pick in the eighth round was King Richard, then Stillwater. Uh, sorry. Stillwater, then Memoria, Antlers, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. At the Ready, Marvelous in the Black Hole, Marry Me, Malcolm and Marie, Dunn's pick, 
in the same breath, CryptoZoo, and then the last pick in the eighth round, Anthony, on fire. On the, fire. On fucking Black Adam. Black Adam. All about the rock. Steal in the eighth round. <laughs> yep. Well, here's my question. Where did Shazam land with its uh it was like a 94. Shazam percent. was like 93 yeah. or something and like that. Know, yeah. And I know Black Adam is not the same people and it's, and it's a no. different. But I think Black Adam is going to be Black very Adam good, has but it's the not going to be it's like, not going to be it's not going to it's not going to be this. No, Black Adam I mean, is not already. It has a couple of guys in the JSA. I can see that being a surprisingly good movie. Yes. No, it's going to be a good movie. It's not going to be high 80s low 90s good yes it's gonna be 70s at best i can see it also being one of those movies like if they have a really cool henry cavill cameo at the end it just bumps up the score unnecessarily but they're not going to um so did you guys ever watch the league yeah of course okay you remember the when andre's drafting and he goes uh is Keyshawn johnson still on the board (laughs) Uh, no no no, nobody took him he's like give me Keyshawn johnson that was anthony with black adam like yo did anybody take black anthem (laughs) no no oh give me black adam so i (laughs) i think it's gonna be good i think it's gonna be a good movie Wait, there's another sherlock holmes once again wait we're not we're not in round nine yet once again has that even filmed fuck the Tucker household no once I again. I know. With this fucking bullshit. In the same breath? Like, God. 100%. God fucking damn it. Andrea, 100% within the same breath. So Luzu and in the same breath in the seventh and eighth rounds both came back with 100%. Like, that's why I said, thank God the Northman got pushed. Also, Malcolm yeah. and Marie at 58, that was my favorite movie of last year. Oh, oh we have. We this? have. We have thoughts on Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm the only reason Marie, it got a bad review. Malcolm and Marie is so I, I never add a movie to my top ten within a year. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Malcolm and Marie. I'm showing Ed the yeah. GIF in our yeah. Slack channel yeah. of Wait, Malcolm is, and is, Marie clotheslining the, the yeah. <laughs> the critics. Malcolm and Marie is probably a top five movie of all time for me. It is Ooh. one of the most Wow. I, I have never seen a movie that like I've been more impressed with the acting, the writing, the fact I mean, this shouldn't tie into a review and it doesn't for me, but just to throw it out there, the fact that they made this in the height of the pandemic with two actors, the the long shots, the camera work, the the performance, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Christian is leaving the studio. Top five <laughs> of all time. I haven't actually <laughs> just locked the door. Lock Christian out. <laughs> all right. I have not seen Malcolm and Marie. The joke that we have in our league is, yes. is that the only reason it got bad reviews is because they are wagging a figure at critics throughout the movie. And critics well, yes. admit that. And they said of all the targets to go after. And that's what the, that was their like defensive stance was yep. like, wait a minute, of all the societal problems we have, of all the issues that we have as a country, as a globe, you decide to attack movie critics? No, well, yeah. so they go after critics, but they also go they also go after filmmakers who right. who capitalize on other people's stories. Right. They go after the self-righteousness of actors and actresses. They but who sets this score? Everything. Who sets this score? Who puts in the reviews in Rotten Tomatoes? No, I know they go... But, right. but I wouldn't say the critics are the primary person they go after. I think they go after the whole industry. All yeah. the more reason for them to... They're going to march in line. Yeah. Oh, Christian wants back in. Uh, so Malcolm <laughs> and Marie was, was Dunn's pick. We thought that that was going to be a shockingly good pick. <laughs> yes. It turned out to be a complete bust because yep. it went after the wrong audience. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, Andrea with 100% on In the Same Breath. CryptoZoo was, was a tonight, standout. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, Anthony called CryptoZoo his standout of the eighth round, and it finished right where I think we thought it was going yeah. to. I agree, yep. Yep. Uh Marvelous in the Black Hole. So, Matt, you said in the previous podcast, this you thought was your steal pick of the draft, and at almost 90%. Sitting at pick 100, wait, what was it selected at? Number 91 yeah. yep. overall. It scored an 89, which is better than deal. pretty much everything else on top of it in the draft board. So yep. uh, have you seen Marvelous in the Black Hole? Nope. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. You knew it was going to be good, but just, you were yeah, never going to watch it. Yep, just research done. I was like, this yep. looks like a winner. All right. Uh, ninth round, we good to move on? Yep. All right. So... <laughs> I, I I gotta say, this is one of the most entertaining fucking games I've ever like seen. Dude, it's this so is, much this fun. Is awesome. Yeah. So much fun. It is. It is. Uh, all right. So ninth round, which thank you by the way. Uh, ninth round, Anthony leading off again. <laughs> leading off <laughs> with an absolute banger back, of a pick. Back to back pick. Absolute banger. And he's like, yo, is Keyshawn Johnson available? <laughs> Keyshawn. <laughs> Keyshawn. <laughs> and then right afterwards, he's like, yo, what about Peyton Hillis? Yeah. <laughs> Peyton Hillis up there? Give me Peyton Hillis. Because he went black at him. And then when we were done laughing, we're like, Anthony, you have another pick. He goes, oh, yeah, because it's a snake draft. Yeah. So Anthony goes again. He goes, uh, give me Halloween kills. Yeah, Halloween kills. That's right. Is Halloween kills available? Halloween <laughs> Halloween kills my Rotten What's Tomatoes. What's <laughs> What's the score? So, I don't know if listeners of this podcast also listen to Cannon Fodder. We did a they deep do. dive into Halloween. Yes. yes. Like where yeah. we watched every movie. Yep. We spent sure did. hours yep. talking about it. That's what makes this pick so great. And then over, over the pod. And we talked about how the previous Halloween in this series, in this new reboot series, was actually surprisingly good. And how this new one is going to suffer because of the success. of Like, there shouldn't be a sequel. Because of the way the there story a, ended. Yeah, there sh- yeah. The first one was so good in this new it series. It should have just stopped. That should have been the end. And, it should have just stopped. And then even if this new one is actually quite good, it can never be really good because, like, it just it's building off of a false premise. Yep. And we true. All, and you were all about that. We were all about that. It's like... And yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just... It's amazing. <laughs> and yet he saw it. <laughs> on the draft yeah. board and went, no way. It was because of that podcast and because you made me believe. I'm, I am now a With believer. With the 97th no, no, I'm a believer. I'm a Halloween believer. Kills. I love that. Halloween kills. Wow. This is so much fun. This wow. is the greatest fantasy league. All right. <laughs> All right. So then going through, uh, next was Tragedy of Macbeth, then Sabaya, then Sherlock Holmes 3. I don't think that's even filmed yet. Like Sherlock like, Holmes 3? Probably not. We've heard no, nothing the, about it. Does, does it even have a script it's, yet? I've heard nothing about it's, it. It's directed by Dexter Flesher, yes. who did Rocket Man. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I don't yeah, it hasn't been no, filmed yet. No, no, no. Yet. I know it's I know it's in like pre-production. I haven't heard a single thing about it yet. I'm fairly certain that has not filmed yet. So that's like that's like So and there is that is a common issue we run into. That's is literally that, the equivalent of like Drafting Peyton Manning this year in fantasy football? <laughs> no, because he's retired. You, this would be like drafting a high school freshman. Yes, yes. correct. Yes, right. Like oh, it is. No, you're all fucked. Whoever picked that? Why? Yeah. When's it it's coming officially up? on the back burner. Yeah, that movie's never coming out. Which that's we, what I thought. I like. Yeah, I don't remember. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah. heard things about it as though like it's in development. Yeah, well, that's like. Fifteen other DC comics, but movies. also yeah. look who drafted it because yeah. all of us were all over this. Yeah, of course, Dunn. Yeah, it was uh, Dunn yeah. who drafted Sherlock Holmes three. Yeah, Dunn just picks things that he's heard of. Yeah, so when he <laughs> runs out of when he runs out of superheroes. So, so Ed, for the previous two years, Dunn exclusively drafted superhero, superhero movies. movies, 
And in, like, some cases it would work out because he would have a movie like, you know, Avengers Endgame, right? Yeah. But in most cases, you know, he'd be drafting movies like Morbius, <laughs> which weren't yep. even fucking coming out. The most out, you know, like... call-out was is that Dunn, as a joke, with the last pick in the 2020 draft, picked Birds of Prey, yep. and it turned out to be, like, a top 10 film know, of the so year because nothing that. else came out. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so Sherlock That was Holmes the three. last movie I saw in theaters until yeah. Black Widow. My really? Oh, shit. I didn't want it to be the that's last a movie I yeah, saw in theaters for a year, but like... That's it, a shame. That movie sucked. Uh, Finding You, which was canceled. Strawberry Mansion was Magnifico's pick. Again, 87, a great pick yeah, in the ninth yeah. round. Brilliant. Street that's Gang, brilliant. How We Get to Sesame Street. I already mentioned this. John, a 94% in the ninth fucking round. Fucking Sesame Dream Street. Dream Horse, who picks, the, who picks horse movies? Detective Rob. Every time. Detective Rob Pick he loves a good horse. Dude, round nine is yeah. a fucking He's not like, wrong. I know. Okay, space Dude, this is like the upside down. Look at the scores in round nine. That was a terrible... Right, I mean, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. So the Nightingale, then Wendell and Wilde, My Name is Polly Murray, and Space Jam. My Name is Polly Murray, 100%. Yeah. That documentary, I only saw the trailer for it. It looks like it's like... Yeah. Beautiful. Dude, yes, Wendell and exactly. Wild is the stop motion movie, right? Yes, That's, and it, uh, we're pretty sure that got pushed. Every yeah. once in a while, Malazzo just comes out with a That's fucking a gem. But yeah. a like, new legacy. An oh my god! So well, now here's well, yeah. Let's talk about that. First off, of that's going to be the next episode of Cannon Fodder. Yes. After the Fast and Furious we recorded today, we're going to do right. uh, Space, Space Jam. But under no circumstances did I think that would ever be good. The original Space Jam was accidentally good. Like it has no yeah. right being as good as it, it is. Is it is. Correct. And this new yeah. one, yep. it was never going to be as good as the original. Yeah. Well, and its Rotten Tomato scores are not good no. for the original. No, no it, it, but yeah. So, but, so it's like there, there's no way. Yeah. It's a high risk, high reward. It, it, I no, don't think it, there's any reward. No, no, there is. No, there is high. It's LeBron. No, think about it. Yes, it's a, because here's what you got to think LeBron about. LeBron was good in um, Trainwreck. But it's not even about LeBron he being was. good because here's what you got to remember. You got to remember that we we need to look at this from the critics' point of view. And one thing that Parker was saying that we always talk about is that there, there is a certain strategy that you can employ in the Rotten Tomatoes Fantasy League, which sometimes, more often than not actually, does yield good results. And that's like... The woke strategy, and we all thought that Space Jam Legacy was going to be a very woke yeah, movie but in the terms woke of strategy. No, but, works for like Jesus and the Black Messiah. No, it works. It for, doesn't no, work. For no, it, no, it works for the bigger the movie is, the the more hype that it has, yeah. the bigger the release, the bigger the studio, the more the woke strategy applies. And like and uh, and iconography. So like, um, not iconography, but icon status of. LeBron James. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. So in the culture, John, yeah. LeBron James is a big mouthpiece, and a lot of critics fall in line. And so my yep. theory was the only reason Space Jam: A New Legacy did not get a new a good review is because people got so pissed. All the critics live in Los Angeles. Yep. So when the Lakers got eliminated, it was yep. like all these critics yeah, were like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait well, to just shit all over well, Space Jam. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I do think LA losing hurt the movie. But not, 100%. not in the way you think. I don't think it was because the L.A. fans were the critics and they were pissed. I was just oh, they like, don't watch basketball. I would, I, no, no, I would say that what are sports? the reason why Space Jam worked <laughs> is that Space Jam represents this really weird time where America seemingly won the world. And 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 Michael Jordan. Was I asleep at this time? What time did we seemingly no, no, no. win the world? That, no, that's what I mean. We didn't. It's, but like, there's did this Space idea. Jam come out in World War Two? No. <laughs> Space, well, but space it Jam. was World War Two. Yeah. Was World Spa War space World Jam. War Space? No, no, no. But the way oh. Space Jam, the, the Space Jam builds upon the the idea of the Dream Team, America winning the Cold War, this whole like fake idea that like 
I missed like the America? Cold no, War no, no, no. subtext. This is no, like no, ten years is. later. No, no, it was it was four years later. It's a it's about American culture. Okay, fair. Yeah. And and it's about basketball becoming a world sport that it had never been, and only works because Bill Murray. B- well, yes, <laughs> every word Bill Murray says is amazing. Yeah, he's every a, line he has is amazing. Yeah, but specifically in that movie, when that movie comes out, not only did uh, the the Bulls just win three in a row, and he had just led them to a a yeah. Olympic gold. He had he comes back while he's filming that movie. He's training to then win the 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 championship the next year. So when the movie comes out, he had just won another championship. And it was so very much about so it's the all about story him being of... a zenith, and it's and the comeback story is built into the movie. Yeah. Whereas for this movie, if LeBron James isn't the best basketball player in the world when it comes out, which unfortunately he's not, it doesn't have the same thing. It yeah. should be Giannis. It should be Durant. It should be somebody. Else. He's not the best player. This in the world is the right most now. bizarre deep dive. Into yeah, I mean, I, I as psychologically, as somebody that when that hates movie basketball, out, like I don't eliminated. follow. Already eliminated, so it doesn't work. I just want to touch on something very quickly from another podcast on the Review Podcast Network, Talking Tacos. Listen, like, share, subscribe. This past week um, at Talking Tacos Park, you'll appreciate this. We were we were we were making fun of Anthony because it's what we tend to do. It was the episode that dropped yesterday? Yes. Yeah, I haven't listened yeah. to it yet. But we were making fun of Anthony and I mentioned, um, we somehow got into the topic of, of Paul Rudd and I mentioned Ooh. Anthony's comment about Paul Rudd being the modern Ooh. day Bill Murray is and, Bill, Bill, and Bill, Murray. Bill was so offended by it, he started <laughs> yeah. texting Anthony on the podcast and they're having a whole conversation about while we're recording, and Which, Bill's like, Bill's like, me and Anthony are going at it. Like, he <laughs> goes on his phone like this. He's just like, you fucking Anthony's standing by it. I don't know. Really like, just, another another great another great Slack bot is anytime somebody types Bill Murray, it just says, isn't that just an outdated Paul Rudd? It's an outdated Paul Rudd, man. Paul Rudd. Anthony, uh, have you listened to this week's Talking Tacos? No, I have not. not yet. You were mentioned more than any other topic. <laughs> uh, the entire episode was us calling you out for. The Paul Rudd. <laughs> it was you great. being a Benny. Oh wow! Were <laughs> you great. not being a part of Talking Tacos? <laughs> it was. It was sen- mostly a love letter was, because you weren't there. We were like, your, yeah. he's not here. We yeah. want him to be here, but because he's not here, and we want him to be, we're just gonna make fun it of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was essentially some of your closest friends ripping into you for an hour. You that's, would love it. That's great. But <laughs> here's I'm definitely. I'm gonna definitely yeah. listen to that episode. <laughs> here's, here's the best part: is that because uh, we are doing this year at the end of this year, we're doing our first awards oh my god so the fantasy rotten tomato league awards and uh there so like the categories are going to be like uh best actor in a leading role of a movie we actually saw (laughs) 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 and and so we were trying to come up with what we were going to call the awards like not the oscars but what were you going to call them and then somebody chimed in and I, i think it was john said that like what we should do is we should call the awards the Murrays, but have the trophy look like Paul Rudd. I think that was <laughs> John that said that. Oh, what a great idea. And at some point, you have, to, you have to work John in John or Detective Rob. Actually, you have to work in that Detective clip Rob. that Paul Rudd always puts on Conan. Yeah. Oh, we he... talked about that. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. Yes, we did. The Mac and Me or whatever Mac it's and Me. Yes. All right. So great. All right. So, uh... Wendell and Wilde got pushed, or most likely got pushed. The scores, Street Gang, uh, which I actually have not seen, but I want to, uh, is the Sesame Street documentary, Dream Horse at 90%, and then My Name is Polly Murray at 100%. All great performers in that round. And now let's go into the 10th round. Closing things out, this is where everything gets wild, right? So... Uh, Starbright was the What's first that? pick. No idea. That Very was good. Phil's pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, so this one, I 
think has a a new title. So it's either like it's listed here as reminiscence or reminiscence. <laughs> so the the branding that they're going with is remembrance now. Right. So they are changing oh, it. Is so Malazzo's pick. Yeah. You, yeah. You, can, you can't. You can't own three. Malazzo has the weirdest fucking picks. I swear to God. Barton's, I don't know how Malazzo does his draft strategy. I swear to God. He, he built Legos throughout the whole thing. <laughs> don't you remember that? He was. He was building. And he, was so, he was so drunk too. I know. He and he goes. He's like. He goes. Uh, what was the movie that he called out? And he said it was like um, the Truffle Hunter. Yes. And he goes. He's like. Yeah. Give me the Truffle Hunter. We're like. You mean you pig? Dude, I totally. Like, he meant pig. The the Nicolas Cage movie Pig is that what it's is called? about him using a pig to get truffles and like get revenge on restaurants. Wait, so did Malazzo yeah. intend to draft Pig? Because to no, be honest, it couldn't have been because Truffle Hunter was Sundance. And oh, okay, it, had, it, it, it overqualified. Because we were because we were we were all right. Ed, well, the we movie were, Pig is about a truffle, a truffle hunter. hunter. And we so were maybe that's what he was well, thinking. We were we were doing list. we were doing this draft over Zoom because we like you know we all live in, in different states yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and Malazzo's just sitting there on his camera and he just looks like. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Like, <laughs> he's just drooling. so drunk and high. I would love a world where Kevin Malazzo actually could have picked Pig for like nothing and yeah. could have like won the whole thing, but he was too drunk to know the movie. So that he would be described it like like it's like him being like the basketball tune movie, the yeah. basketball tune movie. That's that is one. so entirely on brand for Malazzo too. But like his, his description of the truffle hunters was he goes he's like I want to take the truffle hunters. We're like you can't. There's too many reviews for that one already, and he goes. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. It sounded like some stuck-up nonsense, and that's why yeah. <laughs> his draft strategy so is what is, is stuck-up nonsense. Hunters? Yes, there is. Yeah, okay, because yep. Pig, I which I've seen and I love, is the Truffle Hunters. Okay, go on. Uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, Jesus. That's a, that's Mother Schmuckers. Film. I really enjoyed that. Mother really? Schmuckers, F9, Bob's Burgers. F9. Oh, the World callback. to Come, Sing 2, Old, Homeroom, Censor, and with the final pick. In the draft, Anthony Marino, <laughs> Jackass Four. Dude, that's gonna be. Dude, I, I, think, I think Jackass I think Four is good. Good. Suicide Squad and it's, Jackass Four are gonna be my two highest you ranked. Uh, you know, Jackass Four is like the perfect tenth round yeah. final yeah, pick of the draft. It's a like, bird's a prey. Yes. Yeah. Especially based on the information I learned during this podcast that those movies have performed very well. They have. And it's the last pick. Yeah. It's a flyer pick. Yeah. And your Suicide Squad's going to pull you up. Yeah. Also, F9. Who got F9 here? Detective, Detective Rob. Rob. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I did not Classic realize. round pick. I didn't realize how strong my bottom half yeah. drafts was. Wait, there's yeah. a Bob's Burgers movie? Uh, it's no, not coming no. out this year. No. There so is. It's not officially but, canceled, yeah, but it's, it's most likely going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's most likely not coming Good. out this year. No, Bob's they, Burgers is that terrible. That movie is it's in the animation stage. It's just they don't have a distributor anymore. It's an animated movie. Right, because it got lost in so that you're saying box. It's in the, box. <laughs> yeah. it's in the animation so what stage. Yeah. What, what we know about it now movie. is like um, Disney has said that they're trying to come up with an alternative platform to Disney Plus that they yes. can move the, the Simpsons thing, onto. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so they're, they're so that's trying what it is internationally. How... Internationally, uh. Star exists internationally. They're well. I think they're trying to use Hulu, but not like Hulu could be a, right. Yeah. And so the, there's there's a migration period, but Bob's Burgers is yeah. caught in limbo over that. Um, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. We made fun of Tucker for this because he drafted it the year prior. He drafted it again. It was higher on his draft board the year prior. It fell all Four, the way down. 10th round, 81. That's pretty it good. It did I mean, shockingly and well. I don't know if you've seen yeah. it. It's, it's enjoyable. Like, I, I saw it on is. my Hulu feed the yeah, other day. Yeah, I didn't yeah, actually you, watch I, it. Like, if you're just like, like tonight, you're just having a couple drinks after dinner, you want to throw it on. It's a fun movie. I wouldn't like what, go out of my way to watch where it. Where can you stream it? 
It's on Hulu. Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu it's for free fun. now. It's it is. You know what? It's like it's like an extended good SNL sketch. Old it's, has it's a, a score of too. Characters. Yeah, old, old, has old, a, has, old is this weekend. I think old has it. Old has gotten pretty good reviews from what I've read. No, it's yeah. mixed. No. It's very mixed. It's like very mixed. I but think. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, all you need to know about M Night Shyamalan is, is that he sucks. Yeah, don't. 100% that he fucking up. sucks. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan fucking sucks. One hundred percent. Glass Whoa. was terrible. Glass well, yeah. was absolutely. Well, we, he is awful. the Confederacy. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan fans are the Confederacy. But you know what? That's right. That analogy actually isn't as bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All you have to know is we've toyed with the idea, and we'll finally do oh. it this upcoming April of 2021 of doing an April 1st. 2022. April Fools, 2022. Sorry, April Fools kind of episode of Cannon Fodder where we talk about something terrible. M Night Shyamalan has been talked about. Like we've talked yeah. about how crazy it would be to do an Airbud episode. Yes, <laughs> and and there and are a lot of Airbuds. There are a there lot are, of Airbuds. Yeah. Air oh, oh my god! Oh my god! News to me. I didn't know he had was on. There's like 15 Airbuds, <laughs> and they tie into MVP. Why would most you sign yourself pie. up? No, no, well, we wouldn't do a whole episode. We would like we a, would do like a five minute, yeah. like, and then like, the yeah, April yeah. Fools would be. Oh, we're not actually going to fucking talk yeah. about Airbud. But gotcha. spoiler, spoiler for but next in year. That, but in that realm, we talked about okay, we could also do a Gilligan's Island because Gilligan's Island they had Gilligan's Planet where they went to space, and they had the episode where the they had a movie where the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Saved oh them. yeah. And then yeah. of course the other thing we talked about is we could just pretend that like M Night Shyamalan was serious too, and we could do that. So we've only talked about doing his movies yeah. as though they were a joke. This is a series where we've done Terminator and Fast yeah. and Furious yeah. and Halloween. That's why he and does he all the research for Cannon Fodder. He's like the Mike Zapsick of Dude, fucking Cannon Fodder. There is a movie. It so they were already left the island, Gilligan's Island. They left the island. They have to come back to the island. And this is the inspiration so for Space Jam, where the Harlem Glo- Harlem Globetrotters have to play. A bunch of robot aliens. It's never clear if the robots are aliens. They're probably both. They have to play them in basketball to save the um, the castaways from being brought to space. But it doesn't even matter because a couple years later, they can. I almost fell asleep while I was listening. <laughs> they can. I know some useless shit, but I've, I don't know anything that useless. See, Ed, in I, Gilligan's Planet, the cartoon. Ed, I could have seasons. The entire cast comes back. The professor creates a rocket All out right, of so wood, it back to and the they go Tomatoes to space. League. <laughs> Ed, I could have used you at my trivia at the Smog Castle a couple oh weeks ago. <laughs> and we lost was there Christian. a Gilligan's Planet round? Because <laughs> yep. I am ready. No, but there was some random ass fucking so shit. So anyway, back to the Rotten Tomatoes League. <laughs> Sing Let's two. go through. So right here, what I want to do is I want to do each person talk about what movies have been scored for them. We're just going to quickly summarize. Yep. Let's so do the it. leaderboard real on fast. The leaderboard? Should we bring that up on the big board? Uh, so Christian, yeah, if you can want you to press leaderboard on the big board, please. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it means he has no chance of winning. Got it. Uh, so actually, if we go to scoreboard, then you can see the movies. Scoreboard. Yep. There we go. Yeah. So first of all, going through the rankings, as we sit today, uh, I'm in first place. Magnifico's in second. Detective Rob is in third, but he is eliminated. He cannot win the whole thing. Phil is in fourth. Andrea's in fifth. Malazzo is in sixth. John is in seventh. Tucker is in eighth. Verdi is in ninth. Dunn is in tenth. Caroline, 11th. And Anthony bringing up the anchor. Yeah! Dead last. 
All right, so it makes going me so happy. For now, Tucker is so for now. So yeah. low. I mean, dead yeah, last for you, now. You do have growth potential. I do huge growth Which potential. Anthony's picks so huge he has upside four potential. scores as of right now. Four scores right now with Minions: Rise of Gru at zero, Black Adam at zero, Godzilla versus Kong at seventy six, and Boss Baby at forty eight. And then we already recapped the Your rest. Your best of yours. is yet to come. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Honest, I only have two. Very squad. low bar. To yeah, clear. it's a very low bar. I have two to movies honest, that have Suicide a score. Suicide Squad. I can see that getting ninety. Yep. Beatles, Beatles, I can see it getting released, high nineties. If it, if it, like, if it gets qualifies, yes, yeah. if it qualifies, if it skates by the criteria, that could be high. And Samaritan won't come and out. Jack S four has potential. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> Halloween Kills is no, you know, I mean, for it's it, yeah. it's it's his dumb, and the like, Matrix Four is not coming yeah. out this year. So yeah, no, Matrix Four won't. Anthony come out has potential year. to finish like eighth, maybe. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, which is hey, listen, it's not twelve. Yeah, man. Hey, now you Parker, get a participation <laughs> trophy. Parker, you're like heavily committed. You're kind of already set. Like. Yeah, so my movies that are scored are In the Heights at 96, White Tiger at 90, Supernova at 88, The United States versus Billy Holiday at 57, Fatherhood at 72, The Man from Toronto at 0, Crypto Zoo 73, and Censor at 86. My two remaining movies to go are Vivo, which was just given a release date last week, and then The Tragedy of Macbeth, which is going to premiere at TIFF, and I think that's going to be my highest scoring movie. Uh, Then next, let's go on to Magnifico. Raya and the Last Dragon, 95. I was a simple man, 0. Cruella, 72. Breaking News in Yuba County, 0. Cherry, 38. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, 0. Marvelous in the Black Hole, 89. Strawberry Mansion, 87. The World to Come, 86. Still yeah. to go is Blue Bayou. You have a shot. Dude, I was like, I, I'm like, I was like one pick away. Like, if I had just not picked, like, either Cherry or Yuba County and, like, something else, like, Christy, yeah. could you go down one to pick away? Because I'm, I'm now rooting for Anthony to just. Just please out. Just, yeah, Matt. let me. I want yeah. Anthony's got a fan. And <laughs> <laughs> went from dumping all over him to That's, like, wait, no, actually. He's like, I want Jack he's like, hey, remember Talk and Tacos here. when we shit because all it's over? All you? about because it's, you know, but it, here we go. I, it's up. Thank you, Chris. Because I'm looking at it now. Like, I, I want you to like play terribly and still win. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's him saying, like, I want everybody else to suck yeah, real like, hard. Fuck yeah. you, Ed. <laughs> All right, so going to Andrea, she has scores on passing, 79%. The Northman, zero. One for the road, 61. Luzu at 100. In the same breath, 100. Sabea, zero. Homeroom, zero. Still to go is Candyman, her first pick, and Kanto, her second pick, and the card counter, she her sixth pick. She has a real pick. swing. She seems yeah, a big I know. Swing. Andrea is always she a threat. She could be like... Yes. She's yeah. won two years in a row. No, but no, but I mean, like, but like that swing, like, she could yep. she could get a 97 or a 50. She could... Yes, right. I know. That's a, yep, wow. I know. And, and nobody is counting her out at this point. She's card so counter deadly. looks good. Oh, no, although, looks good. Dunn also has an incredible swing, a 97 <laughs> Ed is backing Dunn. Yeah, but he's Anthony. banking well, on Venom. Venom. Yeah, Venom. No, but what, no, but here's the thing. Sherlock Holmes 3 so Sherlock is not Holmes coming is out be a this zero, year. So that's going to fuck him. West Side old, Story is yeah, going to be high. Is, is it? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because it's Lin, Lin-Manuel, right? You, no, 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 he was no, in no, the no. Heights. Oh, that's right. This is, this is, like, this is like Armageddon deep yeah. impact. Right, deep impact like, right. Not yeah. all Hispanic yeah. New York Bugs musicals life. are the yeah. same. One right. of them has uh, to be Armageddon, and one I'm of them sorry. has to be no, no, deep no, impact. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Spielberg. The trailer looks oh, great. Oh, that's right. Spielberg. Ansel Eggert. So you can see the exact moment in the draft where Dunn just lost all... All realization as to where he was on this all earth. Faith in humanity. <laughs> so well, it was all he Death cared about was Nile getting Spider Man. Morbius, both being zero. All he cared about was getting Spider Man. He got Spider Man. 
Black Widow is at 80%. Yep. Morbius is when Which he is was so drunk thing. he forgot yep. where he was. Morbius is 0%. Hitman's Wife Bodyguard, 25%. Death on the Nile, 0 Malcolm and Marie, 58 Still to go, he Let's has see. Spider-Man No Way Home, Venom Let There Be Carnage, Morbius. Top six. Or excuse top me, not six, Morbius. Yeah. West Side Story, Sherlock Holmes 3, yeah. and Old, which is going to I mean, No today. Way Home, who knows? It, it could be okay. It could be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I know it's going to be a high score. I mean, I feel like West Side Story and Old both have the potential to to have high scores. His problem is that Sherlock Holmes isn't going to happen. Yeah, that's his problem. And and Morbius and Death on the Nile. It wasn't the Morbius draft pick. Even though, like... And or let there be carnage in no. the third round. No, but I mean, yeah. there's a world where Death on the Nile. Ed is out. always He's looking okay. on the positive side of things. Yeah, yeah I your eternal that. optimism. I, for I do. I do. I appreciate that. Ed the, likes the giving like a little like pep talk to the people that like <laughs> suck. <Yeah. laughs> These people I don't know who aren't here. I'm just like sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go to the next one, which would be Caroline's. Her movies that have been picked: The Little Things, forty-seven; Blythe Spirit, thirty; Ooh. Chaos Walking, twenty-three; That's Little rough. Fish, ninety. Marry Me Zero, Finding You Zero, She Still Has to Come, <laughs> Respect was her first overall pick, Free Guy in the second round, her fifth pick, Jungle Cruise, and her last pick, Sing Two. Caroline is my new front runner for last place in the league. 100%. I worked on one day yes. of Marry Me. Uh, that's, that's all I can add to this. Other than um, <laughs> Free Guy. Free Guy I enjoyed. Might do pretty well. Free guy, free guy definitely well. has like eighties potential, free guy, but it's not. Free guy gonna, is going to bring her score and respect up. should do well. I don't know well yeah. about everything else, but yeah. free guy will bring her score. Jungle up. Cruise is going to finish at the forties, yeah. but it also might bring her score up. Yeah, yeah of course I mean, it'll bring her score yeah. up. But I think Anthony has an easier road to bring his score up. Agreed. Than she does. Agreed. Because Suicide yeah, Squad is going to score better. Now, than yeah. now yeah. Anthony, are you pissed that this is a rock movie you do not have title to? Uh, no, absolutely not. Because Jungle Cruise is going to do terribly. I, Black Adam will do well. Jungle, Jungle Cruise is not going to do well. It's not going to do well. I'm, I'm now not. rooting just for the fun of it for Jungle Cruise to be one point better than Black Adam. <laughs> but Black Adam's not <laughs> like even coming one point. out. Like, year, so it doesn't, like matter. it doesn't matter where they are. It's like 41 and 40. It doesn't matter. <laughs> In the I, grand, just, I just want it to be one point better. In the grand scheme of things, there's literally only been one good Disney movie that's based off of a ride. And that was Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Yes. Everything Correct. else that, that has been movie based, has no right being a sure. everything yeah, else that has been amazing. based off yeah, of a ride right, has Can't has, even has think of sucked. That's based off yeah. of a ride. No, no. Well, there are Country several, Bears, there's... Haunted Mansion. There was yeah. a Country yeah. Bears yeah. movie. Yes. There yeah. Was. There was so, a Haunted and it's will... based off of a ride. <laughs> I I will say Tomorrowland. Never ridden the Country Bears ride. I will say I will say the movie Tomorrowland. It's a Disney attraction. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. It came out at the wrong time. It was a George Clooney one, Yeah, right? there's a world yeah, where Brad Tomorrowland Bird. has a renaissance mm-hmm. and is better appreciated. Tomorrowland is, Not this I world. will have to say. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Tomorrowland Anthony, is Anthony the most. Anthony Earth 1619. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is really Tomorrowland funny. is the most aggressively optimistic movie I've ever seen. And it came out at the wrong time to be that optimistic. It is just a very optimistic movie. <laughs> There's yeah. There are times to be optimistic. Yes, 100%. <laughs> optimistic people say, don't be optimistic all the time. <laughs> all right, going on to John's picks. Uh, first pick was The French Dispatch, then Ghostbusters Afterlife, No Time to Die, On the Count of Three, Untitled Paul Thomas Anderson Project, Deep Water, Annette, <laughs> like At the Ready. Untitled Paul Thomas Anderson Street Project. Street Gang, How We Got to Sesame Street, and Bob's Burgers. John so, has a lot of potential. His, I know I've been saying that for everybody, but him more so than others. Because Ghostbusters, No Time to Die, and Paul I Thomas Anderson. I don't know. I don't think three, Ghostbusters is going to do well. Well, his scored movies are Street Gang is 94. Nice. On the Count of Three is 84. Yeah. Then zero for At the Ready and zero yeah. for Deep Water. So he has two really good ones. Ghostbusters is high risk, high reward. Could yeah. be good. French yeah. Dispatch should be good. High risk, I also high think reward. No, yeah, for really? Ghostbusters? Yeah. For Afterlife? Yeah, because yeah. it yeah. could be terrible. 
Although it, it does have Paul Rudd. Who? 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 The modern day Bill Murray. Which, oh, right. And, right but, right. and it, that's, that that's going, that's why it's going to be so great. <laughs> so we because, have two times to Bill Murray. Because, yeah, because you're going to really passingly. It's Bill passing Murray. the proton pack. Yes. It's the, yes. <laughs> Fuck For, off. To the next <laughs> yes, Bill Murray. It is to the yeah. next Bill He's Murray. He's going to go, I got slimed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I see slime me. I feel <laughs> no, so funky. It's great. <laughs> I, and Paul Thomas Anderson is money. Yeah. So right. I feel like. Those but the movie is untitled at this time. Right. It's, it's July. Unlikely. Yeah, it's unlikely. I don't think it's coming out. As long as it comes, no, I don't it's think it's coming out this year. Yes. If, if it comes out, those are three movies that could have high scores. So then, and Annette, I mean, it looks super fucking weird. But well, it's a as musical. long as Annette is higher than zero, it brings up the score. Yeah, and he's <laughs> yep. his uh, uh, that trailer dropped, and I was like, that looks super goddamn weird. But it's probably going to be critic magnet right yep. there. Yep. So what do we think about Eternals? I think Eternals is going to. Clean up. Wait, we haven't gotten to Eternals yet. Yeah, well, so, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Detective that's Rob's Detective Rob's yeah. directly below John. Right. So let's go to Detective Rob. First overall pick is Eternals. It's all set except for Eternals. The Mission yep. Impossible, a Quiet Place. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven was zero. A quiet Place Part Two is ninety one. That was a good. Land good is sixty nine. Yeah, really Nobody at eighty. Untitled Elvis biopic at zero. Unfortunate. Woman in the Window twenty nine. The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It sixty. Dream Horse ninety. F nine fifty nine. So the only one that's left is Eternals. Eternals is yeah. my biggest question mark in the entire draft. Yep. So Nomadland, it I could thought, was be an really amazing good. Movie. It could yeah. be really terrible. But I, think also, it's, I think it's going to be really good. But, but will critics think it's? I really think it will good? be because first off, I think they're going to give her the benefit of the doubt. If you want to go with Who's the weirdness, so yeah, um, yeah, Angelina Jolie. No, no, the director Cho. She won the best director. She was the first right. woman since Catherine Bigelow to win best director. Right. Right. But not only that. So if you want to go with the wokeness, female director kicking ass in a comic book movie. Right. If you, and it's a very diverse cast. Yeah. Very diverse cast. Yeah. But also, Nomadland, it looked beautiful. But more importantly, oh, yeah. the landscape for Nomadland and the theme of Nomadland ties into the Eternals, which is yeah. a yeah. southwest yeah. view, nature-specific. Obviously, that's what the Eternals is. and. The Eternals. Oh, it's not. Tr- it's it's Zhao. Sorry, Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Okay. That's and, what it was. And the Eternals, the comic book, basically did to the Incan civilization what Thor did for the Norse civilization. So they. No. Did. Yeah. Totally. So it's a whole different thing. I I have a feeling as though like Eternals is going to be very high. <laughs> we are, we're going deep. Yeah. Into the into the mythology of. No, and, um, but and Ed's got a point though. But to to Ed's point, I did not get. Any of that in the trailer. That's what I was going to yeah. say. And Nomadland, the no, most cause... notable part of it is like Francis McDormand pooping in a bucket. Yeah, like... and I, I think is for for me for me Eternals is just a big unknown. I think it has it, obviously yeah, high potential, but I think from a critic perspective, it has also very low like. You but know. we've never seen a director come off a Best Picture win and then direct. A comic movie, and I feel like that's where she. Was. And she got hired on Eternals because of Nomadland. Kevin Feige saw an early pick of Nomadland and then hired her to do it. Right, but then on the same vein, though, we also saw um, uh, the woman whose name is escaping me um, that did the. Uh, God damn it! The one that got placed to do New Gods and then got. Uh, and Carmen. Carmen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and but she, she had, never made a movie. No, no, she had done. Uh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Right. Anna DuVernier right. was going to do Black Panther. She had just done the um, the Martin Luther King Jr. biopic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Selma. She was, yeah. Right, Selma. I'm thinking. Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay did Selma, yeah. then got tapped to do um, the the movie well, based on well, the book. No, no, no. After Selma, 
She was hired to do. Um, she was a wrinkle hired- in time. A wrinkle in time. Yeah. She did a wrinkle in time, and it was garbage. And it was hot yes. garbage. Yeah, but it's not that's not a comic book movie. No, I know that, but it's similar. I know she was also supposed to do New Gods. She was also supposed right. to do Black Panther. So, so, that, 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 so my, my point is it's like a similar comparison of like high concept sci-fi right. type stuff. Which is, but A Wrinkle and, in Time didn't have Kevin Feige. No, no, no. no, but no and I, and I, and I, like I, I get what where you're need. coming from. But I'm just saying like the, the, I'm, I'm looking at all of the angles here with that. Because the, yeah. the thing about all these Marvel movies, and uh, I'm sorry to monopolize this for a moment, but I will. Um, the thing about these Marvel movies is like, it's a machine, right? Of course, and, it, and it's, it's a it's a group of tremendous creatives in terms of both actors and like the, the effects. No, yeah, they've already got a it. leg up, no doubt. Right. So like, if you, it's like a plug and play, right? If you plug her, who kicked ass in Nomadland, into this amazing machine that already knows how to make great things, I feel like she she, she elevates right. The whole yeah, because because I feel it, like a wrinkle in time wasn't that she was stepping into a. A machine that didn't exist, right? Because it's the same Nomadland thing. Is, is is becoming eternal. It's the same thing when you think about um, the guy that directed uh, the the first Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. His biggest credit at that time was a movie called Cop Car um, with like <laughs> Kevin Bacon, right. which like you know was like like very highly critically reviewed. But it was like you know an indie flick yeah. with like a like a five hundred thousand dollar budget. But again, because he was directing a property like Spider Man yeah. in an established MCU, the only reason I, I'm still continuing to question that is that, you know, again, it's kinda like a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy like I've always liked Guardians of the Galaxy. They by no stretch of the imagination were mainstream before the movie. Eternals have also never, ever, ever, ever no. been anywhere close to mainstream. So that, so all of that They've stuff together like, is why I, mean, I see it's like a risk. All, all you need to do is look at their comic book series. They've only been like 12 episodes. Yeah, totally. 12 issues, yeah. rather. Yeah, like, you know, the, yeah they, they, they play... was around for 24 right. issues. The Neil Gaiman was only one... Yeah, and they novel. and they pop up yeah. a lot throughout continuity. They're very important, but like, yeah, a they lot could of that never stuff. Never sustain yeah. a year long series. Exactly. Anyway, all right. So where are we yeah. next? Uh, Verdi. All right. So Verdi's picks that have been scored: eight for Silver, his third round pick at seventy. El Planeta, his uh, fifth pick was ninety four, which nobody knows anything about, but it nope. did really well. Yeah. Our hashtag <laughs> Shay yeah. is zero. Dog was zero, and then Mother Schmuckers was zero. So our hashtag J Dog and Mother Schmuckers were all. Um, uh, Sundance films that failed to qualify and do not have wide releases. Yep. Now, do they have any chance of qualifying before the end of the year? So we we set that rule this year that it is your widest release. However, none of them got picked up for distribution, so they remain a zero right. unless they get picked. They up. still now, might. They yeah, still uh, might. But also, I mean, because also at this point, because c- you, you got to think award season is November to December, so maybe right. they get picked up. In Which we time have for seen that that, that was yep. Andrea. And like, what if they get, what if they get picked past. up into like you know like. And all they have to do is qualify for awards somewhere. Right? So, so if they do right. New York. If they do the two week New York, LA. Yeah, the bottom release, line is if yeah. But even though like they're mostly on Amazon or Hulu, they're still good. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the bottom line is if they get picked up for distribution, they get picked up for distribution. Yep. So it doesn't matter the, where that no distribution is. That yeah, because we used to have a rule, or, or the original league used to have a rule where there had to be a specific like threshold for distribution. So right. originally that New York, LA shit, we were like didn't qualify. Right. But then there were so many movies that yeah. were falling into that category. So we changed the rules, so now it's like, and, the, and now especially with Amazon that. and Netflix, yeah. like you know, it's like basically it's like I think the Irishman yeah. was like the big like it thing got, that well, helped that us in Roma, exactly. Well, so it was have like you ever seen the movie you, Brazil, yeah. The yeah. only reason the movie Brazil didn't win a Best Picture because it didn't get released wide enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if Brazil was the best picture of that year. Right. So, so now, so that's how we look at it now. It's yeah. like if, right. if you get distribution, yeah. you get distribution. Doesn't matter how big or small the distribution. So here's my is. question. So Top Gun Maverick. Was his first round pick? I think. I mean, I yes. don't know about that being yes. a top round pick, but 
that's going to be a crazy movie. I haven't seen it, anything about it since it's, last it's year. The yeah. only, it's the only movie that whose production has ever been delayed because the star needed to train with NATO so that he could really fly those jets. Right. Those shots... Those shots of him flying that plane are going to be something we've never seen. It's going to be the equivalent yeah. of him climbing the Burj Dubai. It's going to be very he, interesting. He learned how to fly an F-16 and an F-18. This is another one of he those spent movies. spent six months with, with yeah. NATO I don't think it's a first, a first round pick. No. Definitely no. I would have put this pick. in a mid five, six. This movie's either going to be one of those movies where it's not great in terms of the storyline, but I feel like it's it's almost like a Fast and Furious. The cinematography is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. there's going to be these yeah. shots where, like, it's yeah. so clear that he's actually fine. It's going to be 80s or 50s. Yeah. There's no but, in between for this For movie. the purposes of this league, Verdi picked it for reasons that only Verdi will ever know. <laughs> um, Hotel Transylvania 4, there are trailers that dropped. It got pushed. It was supposed Val to come out Kilmer's this week, it. and yeah. it got pushed all the way back it. until uh, October. Me. He also has Finch coming out later this year. That's his fourth round pick. Antlers coming out, The Nightingale, and that is it. Verdi has no idea that this league even exists anymore because after draft day, he promptly disappeared. Uh, and then Tucker. Let's go through Tucker's picks here. So he has first overall, or his first round pick was Last Night in Soho, then Judas and the Black Messiah, The Green Knight, Cinderella, that is spelled with a Q at the end, Cinderella Q. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Next goal wins. The harder they fall. Don't worry, darling. Memoria, Wendell and Wild, and Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. This is the moment I've been waiting for, and probably all the listeners have been waiting for. It is time, everybody, to take a big old shit on <laughs> Dan Tucker. So Dan Tucker's whole strategy is that I'm smarter than you, and I won't pick anything that's on the seed list of movies that are coming out for next year because I want to pick all indie things that only I know about and only I care about, and they're all going to score really well. I think Green Knight is going to do well. That, Green Knight that, is going to do well. So his first three awesome. picks, oh, yeah. first no. three picks are, yeah. are rock solid. Cinderella, there was no rhyme or reason for picking no. that. And then when the trailer dropped, it looks like a big piece of dog it looks shit. Terrible. It looks so horrible where she goes by Ella instead of Cinderella. <laughs> yes. She's Ella and she makes Ella. dresses. <laughs> oh, it's cute, everybody. The fairy godmother is a gay man. Uh, it's very, very woke. But then Dan misspelled it uh, when he was talking about the movie and he spelled it instead of Cinderella, he spelled it Cinderella Q. <laughs> so now if you go into our Slack channel and you type in Cinderella, the Slack bot says, I don't believe anybody drafted that movie. Could you possibly mean Cinderella Q? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Woke Cinderella is Cinderella Q. Next Goal Wins is not coming out because of the whole Army Hammer thing. Yep. So yep. Army Hammer eats humans, and so that movie's going to basically fall Which is fall so into. great that that's something that gave him a zero. Like, he drafted two can, years in a row. Because there's no way you can see that coming. Right. No. Army Hammer being yep. a cannibal is like the best reason for Tucker to get a zero ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. Uh, if he wins and you take it out because of spelling, that would be amazing. Yes. Which I think only, that rule should be. It would a, only be case. better if Malazzo is number two and he's number one. <laughs> but Truffle Hunters and but Cinderella. You, but, but you but you like replace Truffle Hunters with Pig and give it to Malazzo and he wins. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like Malazzo can make mistakes, but he can. Uh, the harder they fall, that trailer looks dope. Nice. That movie looks great, except yep. for the fact that they won't just say that it's Jay Z that is financing the film. That's yep. the producer of the film. They keep calling it Sean Carter, which yep. I think is just confusing yeah. people. Yep. Like yep. put Jay Z. But anyway, uh, don't worry, darling. Got a zero percent. That's moved off to next year. Memoria got a zero percent. That's moved off to next year. Wait go Wendell and Wild is not going to come out this year that's going to move so off to satisfying. next year next goal win is going to be a zero so that means Tucker is banking he is absolutely banking on Cinderella Q to get himself into contention this year and it's not going to happen I couldn't be happier <laughs> thank you Tucker <laughs> 
for, for sucking. All right, let's go to Milazzo now. So Milazzo's picks that have scores, Luca 89. Then he's got, unfortunately, Wild Indian at zero, Coming Home in the Dark at zero. Both those were Sundance. Prisoners of the Ghostland at 75, and My Name is Polly Murray at 100%. Still to come out, his first pick, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The King's Man. That's a good, that's a, I mean, I don't know about that as a pick. first pick. Yeah. Yep. It's a good pick. It's a good pick, probably, yeah. It's going to be a good movie. Yeah, it's probably it's too high movie. for number one. Yeah. Yep. House of Gucci, Stillwater, and then uh, what we think is going to be called Remembrance, but yep. right now it's Reminiscence. Um, all right. Kingsman should be good. I mean, the Kingsman movies are always solid. I don't know how they do in Rotten Tomatoes. No, Malazzo's done for. I like those movies. Malazzo's done for. I, see, I'm not ruling him out. I think House of Gucci is going to be good. Yeah, he's, he's Stillwater got... is currently sitting in the 80s, and That's that comes true. out next That's week. That's true. All right, Shang-Chi, I think I'm so pumped. That's I'm my most anticipated. Plus, Marvel if you want to go with like a woke thing, it is the Asian Black Panther. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know how your right. woke thing works. No, 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 totally. Like if Reminiscence yeah. manages to pull in an 80-something score, all yeah. of a sudden Malazzo's in, in that contention is true. right away. Um, and I think that Wild Indian is still going to get picked up for distribution. That movie killed at Sundance. Yeah. It sold out every single screening. It just didn't have enough reviews to qualify. So keep an eye on Malazzo. Let's go to the final person, which is Phil. Mm-hmm. And so Phil's picks, uh, Dune was his first overall, no score yet. The Mauritanian, which is 71%. Coming to America with the number two, and that's yeah. 52%. Misha and the Wolves, 83 That's the one I want to talk about. Philly DA is 89%. Then the last duel, nothing yet. Infin- infinite, nothing yet. King Richard, nothing. Space Jam, 31%. And then Starbright, nothing. So the reason I want to talk about Misha and the Wolves, I think we talked about it briefly on the last did, podcast. Yep. Um, there is a podcast that uh, Forbidden Lies with a dollar sign for lies. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, Forbidden <laughs> the Life. fact that that's how it's spelled makes yeah. me think. Yep. It, is, it, is a, it is a documentary that is following a pathological liar, okay? And it is absolutely fascinating to watch as this woman refuses to admit that she is lying throughout the documentary, even though they keep catching her in lies. And she just Amazing. spins the lie up what, more What's and more. it called? The Forbidden Lies. Forbidden Lies. I'm looking it up right now. And you can't, you can't get it on Amazon Prime or anything. You can only watch it on YouTube because she's suing the makers of the documentary oh. currently. So if you go on YouTube, you can watch it. It's in parts. But anyway, Misha and the Wolves is going through a very similar situation where Netflix picked it up for distribution. Okay. Netflix was then being sued by the woman. This is a woman who is a Holocaust survivor. Okay. She said that she escaped Auschwitz and then li- lived in the woods with wolves. Wow. For years. What the fuck? Before she was discovered. And this story has been, per- look, she has traveled the globe telling the story. And the documentarian started just saying, look, this is the most remarkable story that's never been told. I just want to film it. I want to follow her. And then as the documentarian starts to dig in, he starts to realize, I think she's making this whole shit up. Holy And now she's shit. suing him because the final edit basically pulls the lid off of this thing. Oh. So at, at 83%, I think that that's the movie that I am most hyped to see when it finally hits Netflix. But as far as his undrafted movies are concerned, Dune, the trailers have dropped. I could care less. It's just not for me. Yeah, no, I uh, D- Dune for me is one of those. I've never really gotten too far into it to be honest, but from what I've seen, it's one of those things. If you, I've always felt Dune was one of the most like overhyped things. No, like you know, both. Maybe I just haven't given it a fair chance. Well, both but film like, adaptations are bullshit. That's the problem. It's a very hard thing to adapt, right? And I do think this new one, as best we can tell from the trailers. Might be the best way to adapt. Is it, it. Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Shamwell. Yeah. 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 And Malcolm <laughs> Marie's. Uh, and Malcolm Marie's Zendaya. Yeah. 
Yes. Who's now apparently dating Tom Holland. Damn right. Good for them. Zendaya and Tom Holland are apparently like a thing now, which makes me so happy. Did you know Zendaya was on a uh, Disney Channel show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I did know that. I just learned that yesterday, yes. too. What I Machine like is, Gun Kelly and Zendaya. Yes, I did know that. What I like that. is how it's come out. Like, Go for Tom Holland is what I'll say. Yeah, well, also, like, Tom Holland, he's been asked several times, like, who is your celebrity crush? Or, like, but he's yeah. been talking about, like, liking Zendaya for, like, a long time. Dude, yeah. it's awesome. So, and, yeah. and and it seems as though, like, he like it took him, like, three movies, but, like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he finally, yeah, finally yeah, got yeah, it. Finally Good got for it, him. Man. Good for him. Yeah. All right, and that concludes, everybody. Yeah. The mid-year review, where we are. We are going to do... Uh, a third a year wrap up. Yeah, this baby. is going to be the year in review as well as uh, draft preview for That's 2022. Right. Yes, for 2022. Right. I think 2022 is going to be a much more exciting. That's year, Anthony's obviously. year, everybody. Yeah, yeah it's going to be my year. <laughs> He's going to pick minions again. That's it. Minions, Black Rise Adam, minions, Morbius, Morbius. It's all going to happen, everybody. Dude, it's, it's all happening. happening. It's all happening. Anthony's yeah. just ahead of his time. Yeah, that the, is it. Uh, That's right. The year in review. R-E-V-U-E. Yes. R-E-V-U-E. On brand. U-E. On brand, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, this was awesome. I had so much fucking fun. Thank you, Christian, for making us look good, making us sound good. Thanks, Parker, for taking the trip down. Really appreciate it. Cannot wait for the year-end review. Uh, yeah, that's about it. We're gonna we're gonna post. Uh, we'll post up. You know, send me a screen grab of the uh, of the 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 standings for mid year. We'll post yeah. them on the on the there page so everybody you can see. Um, and then we'll make sure we make fun of uh, Tucker as well uh, because that's you know really the whole point of the league. Yep. Um, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. That's right. Uh, this is Matt. I'm Anthony. I'm Ed. And Parker. And as always, stay tuned, true reviewers. Ayo.